Broadcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dewback Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, Jared Bachman-Stubbs and Mike Dolan. Hello there, and welcome back to the Dewback Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Jared the Dark Jedi, Bachman Stubbs. And kids, we have one hell of a lineup for you today. We are reviewing The Rise of Skywalker, little indie movie. Maybe you heard of it. So to take us around the horn here, we have yourself, the Dark Jedi, myself, the Dark Jedi, of course. We have Spence the Mando Simpson. You just say... We have yourself. Yeah, 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 we did. <laughs> the dyad. Yeah, I am a dyad myself. We have I am Amanda. the dyad. Yeah. Uh, as you heard, we have Connor Chikiti, our uh, local lore keeper. Hello there. We have black leader, Travis Grossman. On brand. We have Darth <laughs> Id, Mike Dolan. <laughs> that wasn't even a try. No, I, you even no, no, I didn't even do laugh. I'm... I'm, I'm Subpar. I'm excited. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, we are joined by uh, the best playlist smith on the planet, uh, Sartorial Geek's own, uh, Amber. I don't know if you want your last name disclosed. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can call me Amber Ackerson. That's my name. Okay. That's fine. There we go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, engineering this whole show and chiming in at his leisure, we have Joel the Sentinel Basin back. Hello. So... Uh, no slice of life this week, because this is going to be a doozy to begin with, and we don't have time for whatever yeah. fuckery happened at Walmart with Travis and what have you. Uh, Surprisingly very little. Really? Yeah. It's close to Christmas. I'm I mean, sure that will change in the next episode. It's. I mean, it's just been a zoo. That's yeah. all. Uh, real quick, before we get into it, I think the closest thing we can do for slice of life is everybody talk about how they saw the movie this week. Uh, Amber, you first. Uh, me first? Yes, and then so you can okay. introduce yourself as well. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amber, uh, pretty much just a like casual Star Wars fan. I uh, went with my brother. Um, we went and saw The Last Jedi together, and he was like the original big Star Wars fan. He's my younger brother, but um, so I took him, and uh, we saw it together. And then I also saw it a second time with like the rest of my family uh, yesterday. So I saw it twice this weekend. Good stuff. Uh, Connor, how did you see the rise of Skywalker this week? What, what, what did you do? How did you, how'd you um, get there? How'd the you first time it? I saw it, I saw it with my family and a good friend of mine and his brother. And then the second time I saw it, which was last night, actually, I saw it with one of my best friends and his friends as well. One, one of whom saw it. The f- saw it before uh this like that was his um i cannot talk right now he saw it before you want to so work that out because this is gonna be a big show <laughs> this was his second time seeing it yeah and i was just talking to him about it and he said that it was his second favorite of the saga and i really got joyful because of that um so i saw you yeah, but um both times i thought like the second time i saw it is definitely 
really something. So there you go. Uh, I can speak for most of the everybody at this table as to how everybody here saw it. Um, we can kind of pocket popcorn off to each other here. Uh, Spencer, Joel, and I went to a five o'clock showing in Pittsburgh, a very big theater. It was a lot of fun. We went in costume, got interviewed by local uh, news television. Uh, Joel got fucked awesome. over. Joel got fucked over. Yeah, um, he got Mike Wazowski. That's what I've been saying. Why? Be like, <laughs> because because he was like interviewed as equally as the, the other two of us. But yeah. like he was cut out of the shot as soon as they started to pan over toward him. Yeah. Okay. And so do that's you amazing. Have, do you have anything? You want? It, it is so depressing and it's not funny, but we'll laugh about but it. But it's anyways. so hysterical. Oh, yeah. We I mean, felt like, so bad. Yeah. Because there's at the very least three to four different clips that they took from our in respective interviews to put and on it, in different segments and, during yeah. the news. And in none of them does Joel speak. But but I will say I did make it on. Uh, they got some B-roll of us walking in. Yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> and I did. I was uh, yeah. right in the front there. You so. had your like. You had your just like Luke Skywalker strut walk, strut yep. walk going. And Spencer I was, was very visibly cold. Was My ear, cape was ear. blowing in the wind. It was awesome. <laughs> Uh, we went in costume, and then we met uh, Mike, Travis, and a slew of other friends at uh, our the theater that I actually work at for nine forty five. Like we said, it was the crackhead showing because Spencer, Joel, Travis, and I had seen it the second already. time in one night. <laughs> yeah. I I was already in that theater for the six o'clock. Got out, turned around, and went back in for the nine forty five. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Travis uh, dressed impeccably as the best Poe Dameron cosplayer on the planet. I try. Uh, looking incredibly handsome. Mike Doling in the most terrifying costume I've ever seen in my life. There's just something unsettling about seeing a Supreme Leader Snoke costume. Um, I There's nothing I loved more than you put that picture of all of us on Facebook. They were like, and every single comment is, man, that Snoke costume is great. It wasn't, yeah. right. it wasn't fair. Like I only spent 10 bucks on the damn thing. I know. When you that said you only spent $10 on a Snoke outfit, I thought you spent like $2 on a random yellow kimono from the thrift shop <laughs> and $8 that. on a mask. <laughs> but no. This is some movie quality stuff. It was flimsy, but it, it looked nice. Well, it makes sense. I mentioned this to Amber because I called her yesterday to like debrief her on like the show today and what everything would be like. And I and I said it to you, and I will say it again for all of our listeners. During the movie, and at one point in the lobby, <laughs> Mike just started wearing the latex Snoke mask <laughs> like a fucking beanie. And it was the most disturbing thing. Because you have Mike from like the neck down, white undershirt, the gold robes, black pants and shoes. And then from the neck up, him smiling watching the movie, really thick framed glasses, and Snoke's fucking head hanging off of the back of his scalp. Like, like he killed him and wore him like a coat. Yeah. Like freaking Voldemort in the first movie. Sticking, sticking out the back of Quirrell's head. What if this movie had opened and, and Ben was just wearing Snoke like a coat? <laughs> you know, it would not be the weirdest thing that happens in that movie. You're right. You're right. That's how, that's how the movie starts. So he goes into the Sith Temple. She's like, yeah. I killed Snoke. I'll kill you. I'll kill you too. And just Snoke's head, like he just turns the corner and Snoke's like, <laughs> just hanging out of his beanie. mouth still. Snoke beanie. Oh yeah. my God. 
Uh, and authentic. then I, I later then saw the movie last night with my little sister again. Yeah? So. How did Anna like it? She liked it a lot. She, she liked thought, it a lot? She thought, she like said, like, I thought the Raylo thing was hot. She was like, damn, okay. Uh, she's like, why the hell do they have to kill him? It didn't yeah. make any damn sense, but that's more for... Satisfied yeah. everyone and then took it all away instantly. Okay, yeah. so the original yeah. plan was to do this Hall of Heroes style. Uh, Where we like, don't do spoiler talk spoilers talk afterward. Like, we'll do like spoiler free talk. Oh. So in the description, Whoops. we will say that there's spoiler talk from the beginning and to just avoid this, like the plague, if you haven't seen and, it already. And all of our like. I mean, this, this is probably going to be titled. This, we're probably going to have it in the title. Like spoiler spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Review. Spoiler cast, whatever. Yeah. So. All right. So we're just going to jump into this then because uh, you, you mentioned Ben dying. Um, <laughs> we're gonna save that for later because that his... is gonna be so much to talk about. He killed his apprentice's grandson, Ben Solo. So... <laughs> <laughs> he killed his. Oh. Uh, so, okay, Travis, me, broad thoughts, feelings coming out of the Rise of Skywalker. So you only got the two in, right? I I have not watched this movie legitimately since that night okay and everything else i've gotten has been little gifts and pictures that people have taken in the theater um of one scene of like base yeah, yeah that's about it that's all i want to see honestly i on the whole enjoyed this movie quite a bit yeah and coming out of it i was very high on it um because i enjoyed a lot of things about the ending but i, can't I <laughs> Yeah, but I could be derogatory about it, but I'm also not a huge Kylo stan. At least I wasn't. Um, yeah. And What's that like? Yeah. Well, welcome to the fold well, now. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't call myself a Kylo stan, but like Ben Solo. Um, but can we definitively say before we even do an audio commentary for The Rise of Skywalker anytime? Ben, ben Solo, Solo Fox. Ben Solo like oh, oh Ben Solo P H U C K S P H U C K Z Fox. Okay. Um, this movie. It's out of driver, so yeah, yeah. This movie is going to, I think, fall the same way Rogue One did for me, where I came out of Rogue One really high on the movie because the ending was just so enjoyable, and then upon rewatching, it's like there's a lot of problems with this movie. Um, I think and a lot of the criticisms I have sound like I'm going to bash Ryan Johnson in The Last Jedi. When I So when I say I think this whole trilogy should have been directed by J.J. Abrams, that is not to discredit The Last Jedi. It would have been just as fine to say the whole trilogy should have been directed by Ryan Johnson. Yeah. yeah. It should have been Agreed. one director. The whole trilogy should have been directed by Ryan Johnson. Sure. We'll go with that <laughs> to, make you, to make you happy. Um, I'm just saying that make for me. A lot of people happy. Yeah, but I, it it just feels so messy, and it's they're not like cleaning up stuff from the Last Jedi, but like he, he just they don't have a roadmap. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like I loved so much about this movie, but none of it was planned. Yeah, uh, or at the know? very least, there was like a very bare bones like. This thing will happen. Yeah. How we get there? Who fuck knows? Fuck if I know, you know? What am I up to? 10? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even yeah. trying. Uh, yeah, it's just like, I will continue. I like. I, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it a bunch more times. And I just Luckily, you know a guy. Yeah, and just, <laughs> just saying that tells me I enjoyed this movie. Yes. Right? Like, I enjoyed this enough that I want to go see it again. 
but good. I coming out of it, I was like, that was really, really good. And having thought on it for three days, I'm now like, that was real. That was good and watchable, and I enjoyed a lot of it. But it was also a huge fucking mess. Connor. All right, get ready for a story. Okay, like like surface level before we like dive deep. Um, deep, deep. Yeah, this is. Um, this was the first Star Wars film I've ever been deeply spiritually conflicted on. <laughs> um, In a good or a bad way. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, the idea of a spiritual conflict. It's um, not good. It's I, not bad. It just is. I, I'm just like, there. Like on two rewatches, there's definitely a few, th- a lot of things I loved in this film. Uh huh. But just broadly speaking, the narrative, I just there's a good film in there, but it's just not there. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Ooh, that's spicy. It's a, it's hiding under a pile of debris. It's, uh, this film, de- like, if any Star Wars film needs an extended cut, it's yeah, this one. Yeah. So what you're saying this is release the Abrams could be, cut. And this, this film should have been Endgame in the sense that it should be three hours. If I, any I movie agree. deserves to be, it's got to be the end of the saga. Yeah, absolutely. So, Travis, you didn't have um, your headphones on. Connor just said that if there is any Star Wars movie that deserves a quote unquote director's cut, it's The Rise of Skywalker. I we we I said this off the air briefly, but this movie is probably like five hours long. This this movie is the entirety of the second movie that J.J. J. Abrams would have written and the third one smashed in into one movie. That's yeah. how that's how I feel watching it. Like I can see that. It feels. No, I do agree. I like I watching agree. Dark Phoenix today. Dark Phoenix is several movies collided into one. It's just way, way worse. It's a mess. It's so bad. And this movie is also a mess. I just enjoy it more because it's Star Wars and it's not quite that bad. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's actually, yeah, there's like some good parts to it. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to like come to terms with this film um, and just really find and save what I loved in it. Because that was I don't know good. if I can. <laughs> that was good. I, I'm. I just like smiled at Jared. That was good. Rose's go line, I will say that Rose's line emotionally resonated with me with this film, and I'll get into that. But just after two rewatches, there was a lot of stuff I loved, but just I don't know, and. Oh, wait, another thing. I never thought this would happen. I legitimately never thought this would happen. If you told me this would happen four years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. I became both m- mostly a Raylo and a Bendemptionist. <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I, have st- I have a funny story about being a Raylo. In our in our theater, my first show, I went with a coworker of mine who isn't like he enjoys Star Wars, and when I offered him the ticket, he was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go see it for free." Um, and so he's like, "I really don't like when people applaud in the theater, and like I'll get over it tonight because it's a Star Wars premiere." And so we're talking about spoilers. When they kiss, 
<laughs> now you know. Um, <laughs> if you don't and know, my nice. my theater did cheer. Like, thankfully, no one booed. <laughs> For me, it was the opposite. Some people were like, "Uh," and I'm like. Come on, man. Oh, you mean this I would have been in a fist fight with a couple of yeah. people in the yeah. parking lot. You know, but our, cool. our theater cheered and clapped, and Carla looked at me like, are they serious right now? And I said, dude, they've been waiting on this for five years. Just let them have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, literally, my first thought, like, it's funny. I, I told Jared this. I texted him, but I'll say it here. When they kissed, my first thought was, Jared's going to be a happy yeah. motherfucking boy. <laughs> I knew, but here's the thing. I knew immediately, like, he was, I knew what was going to happen right after. Not because I had been spoiled, oh. but just, like, the writing was on the wall. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, he's going to yell. He's going to be mad. He's going to be so angry. <laughs> I... <laughs> we'll get Wait, you that. got spoiled. No, I said I, not because, but just. Oh, I thought you said. I mean, we just did the way it was set up. Okay, the way you yeah. said that, I heard not because something, yeah. but because yeah, I got no. spoiled. No, we'll get like we'll get into that. I do have thoughts be, on that. To be fair, Jared and I were half spoiled, um, at least a little bit. But that's we won't. We tell, didn't know if it was true or not, and kept our breath held. And we will not disclose our source. But I knew the ending of this movie going in, like entirely from from oh. from Ben getting there to the end. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> yes. Question yeah. mark. Uh, I. <laughs> so. Okay. First of all, I'm just gonna pull a Palpatine real quick. Connor Zarelo. Everything is proceeding <laughs> as I have foreseen. Anyway, um, you've done it. From one Sith Lord to another, uh, Darth Id, Mike. Yeah. How How did you feel coming out of the Rise of Skywalker? Well, you know, I'm a. I'm a son of a bitch, you know. Oh, I mean, boy. you brought uh, props. You brought oh, boy. props. No, well, I mean, now I I love the old canon. So when in the very beginning, Dark Empire happened, I was very pleased with everything. <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, whenever okay. the emperor, he's holding says, it right now. In he his has hands. his co- a hardcover copy of Dark Empire in his fucking hands right now. Well, when the emperor literally, like, s- I fucking love can you. Can I borrow it? Sure. You want seriously? You want to? I've never read it in its entirety. Dude, it's great. Sure. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, when the emperor sure literally says after Luke comes to Biss to meet him, he says it was not the first. It was. Uh. <laughs> he's getting into character here. <laughs> it was not the first time I died. Nobody thought it was. Last. Such are the mysteries. That is fucking stupid. But anyway, like he says, such are the mysteries of the dark know, I think side it was, of the I think it was, I've died before. Yeah, I know. That he says, I've died wrong. before. But he literally, there's a panel where his green motherfucking face and his green eyes are literally saying, it is not the first, it was not the first time I died, nor will it be the last. Such are the mysteries of the dark side of the force. He Sprite went directly up Travis's nose and you didn't stop for shit. Two spit takes in that like, there was, half no, second period. I was already trying not to cough. But then you did that, <laughs> and I laughed, coughed, and sort of went up my nose all at once, like all in just one shot. Yeah, it's fucking dumb! Like, well, like almost threw the book down on the ring. Not that it was dumb. It's like I couldn't, I couldn't get the voice. But what is it anyway? What I'm trying to say is, literally, they did Dark Empire at the very beginning, where you see the Emperor in his weird cloning facility, explaining that oh, there's so many ways to survive through the dark side. Like at first, I was interested, and that made me happy. I love the final battle. I love the conflict at the end. I was sad. Can't relate. That... What? Can't relate. Can't re- Oh, really? Oh, okay. Like damn. to any of the battle. I there are elements of the battle that I really like. Okay. As a whole, it's a hot fucking mess. Well, yeah. Okay. So it was the but, whole movie. Well, yes. yeah. But anyway, but I, mean, I mean, like, well, 
that back chunk is emblematic of the whole. Yeah. I, personally, I don't really think the movie's much of a... I mean, I don't think it's a hot mess, but I think that there's just too many conflicting ideas. And I don't even think that if you had had, like, multiple directors, that would necessarily cause a problem. <laughs> because, like, what? First you have Lucas for the original, then you have Lawrence uh, Kasdan, then... Who's the guy who did six? Irvin Kirshner. Richard Mo- Kirshner. Richard oh, yeah, Mark sorry. Kasdan wrote. Yeah. Kasdan wrote. Kirshner yeah. did five, then who did six? Richard Mark uh, yeah, Marquand. I so could never you, say that name. So you've got multiple directors for that, but those turned out all right. But anyway, like, for this movie, I feel like... I think the fans, in some ways, we got too much of what we wanted. Like they, I think they were trying to reel from all the craziness from Last Jedi, which kind of made me sad, because, like... <laughs> Written and directed by Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, yeah. But, like, I was happy with how it happened, but... Also, like, whenever at the very end we see Palpatine, like, when Rey introduces herself to that old lady and she's like, yeah, I'm a Skywalker, I was like, wait, but she, she's a, she's a Palpatine, but that's okay. So I didn't, I don't know why she took on the mantle of Skywalker, that didn't really make sense to me. I, but, uh, yeah. I'll get into that. But, uh, what else? I mean, I love seeing Lando, that made me very happy. And I mean, Dude, I just- his I, introduction was, it was amazing. One, my favorite line of the whole movie might just be like, so, like- this? <laughs> Is that Cookie Cup? <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Are there any demons on the, the... dead speak? <laughs> oh jeez. Am I crazy? The dead speak. Well, anyway, I. <laughs> Did anybody here not eat lunch? <laughs> but anyway, like I loved the. I think the favorite line of my that whole movie for me it might have been like when the conversation between the uh, ex stormtrooper and Billy D and he's like let's find out like about your heritage that made me really happy but anyway I really loved the Sheev moments I loved him being all like unlimited power like to the sky and like oh the archetypes there it made me really happy <laughs> uh, but um, I loved it but at the same time I think that it was a little too dark empire ish. But, like, it made me happy, but after getting, like, what I wanted, I realized maybe I shouldn't have gotten what I wanted. Maybe I, we should have just let the writers, like, do something. To me, it's like, this movie was like if we told Leonardo da Vinci to, like, draw stick figures for the rest of his life. You know? Like, if like like I think that's what a lot of this... I think like, we're, if, like if we, the audience, tried to tell an artist what, like... And I think... What I, to do. Yes, yeah. and I think that's what's happening with a lot of stuff nowadays. It's like, it, I think yeah. dudes look at, like, directors, producers, writers, whatever, they look at what people <laughs> are saying on social media, and they're like, oh, shit, people make won't... Make the thing I'd make. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, sad. You know, it's like, I feel bad for the guys for who... You know, like, you can hate the movie how much you want, it doesn't matter, but, like, just... It's just sad when it, it impacts what they do. You know, and I wish we could have had more, just people would have backed off. But yeah, I like this movie, but at the same time, we might have gotten too much of what we wanted. But I love the Sheev moments all the same. I think, and I don't think there was really any reason that Ray had to have gotten hurt or to be on the point of death. And I loved Kylo's, like Ben's redemption. I love, I like, yes. that was the most tender moment I've ever seen with Han. <laughs> like, hey, kid. Oh, like, God. He was, when he, when he cracks, that's going to be his it. own section of okay. this talk. Dude, literally, my my the second time I saw it, I when he threw the saber, yeah, I, I just I lost it. Yep, I was a mess. He, his re, his redemption, it was, and every time that like even Leia was on screen because you see Billy Lord interacting with her dead mom, like that's sad. Yeah, you know that's hard to watch, but I I thought they they did what they could, and I think they did a good job with it. But at Leia the same didn't time, actually it just, make me cry. 
Really? Chewie made me cry. I got yeah. a little when, blunt seeing Carrie. Dude, Chewie, yeah, Chewie's when Chewie, reaction When Chewie was... learned of Leia's death, yeah, that made that, me... That, that, I think way, that was probably the hardest In the same way that like Han dying doesn't get you, it's Chewie screaming that gets you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah big same. I got oh. Chewie's reaction to finding out that Leia's gone. Like, and I'm going to bring this up again many times. This movie felt like a Harry Potter flick. Hmm. And a lot, like, tonally... I actually said this to Emrys on a call with her uh, off the record where I said that this movie felt like what you get if you cross uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2 with Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is way mm. too accurate. Mm. I don't like how wow. accurate that is. Yeah, they're like That's archaeologists. They're looking for wayfinders and shit. Interesting. Yeah. Which looked like Sith Holocron. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw a funny tweet about that that I'll read you oh, later. Really? Okay. Um, but like... I got such like the, the moment we're just coming back to the Harry Potter reference, even though it doesn't happen in that film or book. When Chewie finds out about Leia, it like took me back to um, Cedric Diggory's father. Mm. Yeah, like that, like right. my son, like, like anguish, that, like like yeah. that on the knees, screeching. Complete That's anguish. my boy. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah. that like blood curdling, like. I don't want to be seeing this. Make this go away, please. Like yeah. this is this is hurting me to watch it. Moment. Um, gotcha. Amber, your thoughts and feelings coming out of the rise of Skywalker. Um. Well, for the most part, I think I, I liked it a lot. Um. Uh -huh. It's weird. It's really fun in a lot of ways, and it's silly, which is like what Star Wars does best. I think. Like you, you can't take it too seriously because it's just like space wizards like hanging out doing stuff <laughs> right like yeah. <laughs> so i mean like on on one hand there's a lot of that that's really good um but i i don't think the ending is is quite where it needed to be and and i think it mm -hmm. kind of tried to do too many things um but <laughs> and and to like please a lot of the crowd um without and by doing that it kind of created a watered down version of what it was trying to do so so i think there's some yeah. really really good parts and overall i i love it i think it's super fun especially like there's so many fun new space creatures in this movie and like all the furry ones that emu looking thing i loved Bobby it it was great Frick. i want that festival where all the people are like dancing space burning man yeah space burning man so is happy i was like we need more we need to learn that dance yeah, yeah. i saw this video on tiktok yeah. today where it was this girl or like the caption on it was just like me watching pirated footage of the rise of skywalker to learn the kasana <laughs> village dance yeah and she's like doing the fucking thing mm, that's good that's funny. i was rolling anyway what were you uh. saying amber or oh no, yeah no I, I i just think it was super fun um but like the I ha I have some problems with the ending, um, and not even with Agreed. I mean spoiler spoiler alert, not even necessarily with Ben's death because I feel I don't know I feel no, like um, I was going into that movie expecting that he wasn't going to make it out, and so it was either like cool, either he dies like a terrible villain, which is not what I was hoping for, or he dies like redeemed. Mm. No, right, and so I was um, like, <laughs> for this film. <laughs> I, yeah, so I'm kind of like, I, I was a Ben Demptionist from the start and a Raylo by default. And I really like part of that, like, with that, that I, I don't think that I expected it to be as explicit with either of those two things. I thought it would just be kind of like implied. And so I would have to do so much more defending because I felt like I had to do that with The Last Jedi a lot. It's like, no, 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 like Raylo's a thing or like Agreed. Ben Demption is Not a thing. Raylo, but 
And it was exhausting. It was so exhausting. So in in that part of it, I'm like, oh, I was right. Like I just like turned over to like my mom and I was like, I was right this whole time. And she was like, yeah, yeah, you were. A lot of, (laughs) (laughs) I think the Raylo community had like a lot of uh, Thor and Endgame. We're like Catless Mjolnir and just said, oh, I knew it. Like a lot of yeah. Raylo's got to have that like, I knew it. You know, I wanted to take yeah. your hand. I wanted Ben's hand. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time. So in that way, like it was a bit of a relief to have it just be like, like there is no way. I mean, people are still trying to do it, but there is no way that you can like say that that's not a thing. Like it is explicitly oh, stated. Yeah. It is explicitly like, shown. with redemption, with the relationship. It's like flat out shown. And it's like, said in the dialogue so I felt like like I got a lot out of it in that aspect of it but I do have like specific issues with the film and I agree like the biggest thing that I tell people is like hey I don't want to spoil this movie for you but I think for you to enjoy this movie you need to know going in that it's very messy like it is you will have a lot of questions it is not perfect by any means but if you kind of remember that it's a Star Wars film and that you're here and hey like you're seeing a new Star Wars in theaters and that's pretty amazing um then you're still gonna enjoy it a little bit so you kind of have to take it take it as you as you can but also just like know that you will have issues with it so <laughs> that's very fair uh spencer how'd, how'd you feel like it's because you're uh, spencer and joel your opinions are going to be very interesting to me because we can't wait both of the first times we saw it were together and i'm very interested in how you guys feel after the fact um i'm I was going to start someplace different, but since we're sort of on the topic with with Amber's takes here, I totally agree. There's a lot. It's it's a very messy movie and there's a lot going on. And for the conclusion of a saga, it raises far too many questions. Like there were there are a lot of things I feel like we're expected to know going into this movie. Like the very first freaking yeah, words on the screen. Absolutely. The very first words on the screen are the dead speak. Palpatine has been broadcasting across the universe from beyond the grave. We're like, okay, how the hell did this happen? Uh, yeah. And we don't really get much. Like, it's obvious that he's been. Of- it's obvious that he's been like uh, marionetting behind the yeah. scene this whole time. But like, okay, where has he been? Okay, I, was, I guess he has Sith wayfinders that uh, that he's had since the original trilogy because yeah. they found one in the second Death Star. But Levi like, and I did a little bit of digging with the Visual Dictionary actually, and it specifically said, and the, since the planet, the movie opens on Mustafar. Yeah, that was, was Mustafar. That, yeah, that was when Mustafar. he was fight. Yeah. It's literally in the backyard of Vader's castle. That should have That's been incredible. What the hell is he growing trees? Is he like a botanist now? Did they like, experience climate change? I yeah. mean, uh, different, well, I mean, different say, regions of Mustafar, different stuff like that. I'll say too that just even even the time gap between these movies was not made clear at all. Like right. I feel like we knew right. that going in because people were saying that it takes yeah. place a year after and, the Last Jedi. But, yeah. but, but when you have the first yeah. two movies and they're back to back in the timeline, and then all of a sudden you're at this movie and you don't even know when it's supposed to take place, so it like jumps straight into the into the thick of it which is cool but also a little bit more uh like explanation would have been super helpful for just the general audience i think I that's think something agreed. that like yeah i think the only timestamp we get on this movie at all is the fact that finn's hair is an inch longer than it is in anything else hmm. in yeah. the, in yeah, the sequel true. trilogy cool which yeah, is again, not good yeah, enough just for me um but with that uh the wayfinders uh one is 
Palpatine's, and the other one it was Vader's. Vader's yeah, like that's why I was like the Master the and Mustafar Apprentice. Mm. Oh, there's two. There are. I'm like that's Justified. That's that's got that looks. They look. Like yeah, from episode three, so it's like a river. yeah, like poetry runs. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. we're gonna be talking a lot about it's yeah. poetry it runs yeah. as you were, Spencer. Um, I apologize. But my takes again, there were a lot of questions. Like, where has Palpatine been this whole time? Where does he just come up with a fleet? Like, obviously he's got Goonies, but they're all wearing blue robes, so they're not blue collar apparently. <laughs> you know, even <laughs> anyway. So blue like, collar. where? Who did? Who? Ah. Show me the minions. Show me his cronies. Where did he come up with all the people to man these Star Destroyers? Which I don't think we ever really get to see the inside of one. No. We only ever get to see... The inside of a First Order the ship. The First Order ship. That's, so who's yeah. manning the craft? Is it all automated? These are questions that like that are destroying this No, we do see movies. inside of one. The one that, that leaves um, Exegol and blows up. The oh, one. right. With the fine, yeah, with all the red people. Yeah. I mean, they're like the red hats red helmets yeah the, yeah, the one yeah. that actually the okay okay but one, but yeah. okay so it's not automated where did all the people come from has the oh, emperor been like well there was that one secret... scene if... that they were they actually at least mentioned that they needed more people to man all the you know and well one... yeah but if this system is so incredibly hard to find how are you able to smuggle millions of them to the planet yeah. to man this master plan. <laughs> That's a There's really like, good point. There are so yeah. many missing pieces to this puzzle logically Unless that are just going destroying since... this movie which, for me. Which leads me to think that this was all just written by them like And like and that. here's the thing. It was. Here's it the thing. Was. It's sad. You know Here's like... the thing. I understand that the brilliance of Star Wars is that there are so many people there are so many cooks in this kitchen that the that the potential for a diversified story is incredible. And I want to see some supplementary material. Give me a comic book. Give me a novel. Give me a video game. Give me anything that can fill the gaps that this movie has. And I'm sure that they will. But until I get some of that, that content. That is the nature of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And I, I know it's coming. But, but until, until it you gets get here, that, you just this feel... movie is going to be nigh unwatchable for me. Because I have way too many questions at the wow, end. Wow. And also, that is scathing compared I, to what I was I, expecting you to I say. I loved it on a purely... This content is enjoyable. I yeah. hated it in the yep, sense yep. that it seems incomplete. The story just does not seem because it is. Finished. It yeah. just it relies a lot on the extended universe. And if you aren't yeah. super uh, into right. Star Wars, <laughs> then what are you? <laughs> you are gonna have these yeah. questions. You're gonna be like, my, "This is so ridiculous, my, even for a space wizard movie." Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and <laughs> it, it's almost like. And Mike is over here stroking his copy copy of Dark Empire because he knows as well as I do <laughs> that this movie is like it expects his audience to have at least a cursory understanding of the the Dark, the Dark Empire. Empire story and Not like even the that. idea yeah, of yeah. a resurrected it, it emperor. It expects a lot out of the audience and it expects a lot out of the people that are just fans as well. I mean, like, I, I'm a fan and I read some of the Extended Universe stuff, but I still have questions. I mean, I don't know. There's Like, there's a shit ton of Extended Universe stuff and I'm not going to, like... I was trying to do homework before I saw the movie, but it wasn't even enough. So... <laughs> I don't know. Well, even even at that rate, and am I still good with the okay? Uh, even at that rate, you know, the last for a movie that very much feels like it's meant to be a quote unquote course correction from the Last Jedi, for a movie that is attempting to be that, one of the things that really threw people off at the Last Jedi was a very very strange by comparison and new uses of the Force. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, yeah. ooh, I don't know how I feel yeah. about the Force Bond. Ooh, I don't know how I feel like the Force projections. Stuff like that. 
I loved for, it. I, I loved it. it. I, I loved Same. it. I think it was very intelligent use of it. I think for, okay, so this is going to be the movie that's going to be like the Reddit version of what everybody thought they wanted. And how do we clean this story up? We introduce more and weirder force powers. <laughs> like, yes. like we go yes. from people like being weird about exactly. a force bond to force heal, force drain, force, like, and, and, force teleport. And, and yeah, well, I mean, I was like, that was like the that I guarantee bond. You, yeah, so we covered that JJ had said there were a lot of interesting things from Last Jedi that I could work with. Now he absolutely meant the force bond. Oh, yeah. Because he he was like, oh yeah, I I want a shot of them passing the lightsaber. It'd be cool if they passed it through the force bond. Hmm. And I so yeah, and I saw so this one tweet. I'm gonna be referencing funny tweets about like absolutely dragging this movie many times. One of the ones that I thought was <laughs> fucking hysterical was that they had the word for word quote of Ryan Johnson talking about why he introduced the force bond. A because he thought that narratively it made sense for them, and B it gave Ray and kylo scenarios in which they could interact with each other without being in the without same room the, like, without, without, without being in the same yes. room and without lightsabers being drawn instantly <laughs> and literally every fucking time they have a force bond in this movie they duel <laughs> that is i know like, it's so silly it's so ridiculous to and me like maybe, I don't know. And you can make an argument that you know perhaps it's an outgrowth that like every time they, they did the force bond skyping thing like the connection became deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and realer and realer and realer. And that like maybe now like fighting each other through the force is an option, but, but still but like that, you're completely spitting in the face of the intention of the force. Yeah. Bond yeah. It's the, crazy that they see each other and it's not just immediately like with the fucking lightsabers that they're immediately at each other's throats where this time, like correct me if I'm wrong. Almost every single Force Bond scene started with just Kylo saying, Ray yeah. immediately turns on her lightsaber. Like, without <laughs> fail. Like, it was, it was structured the same fucking way every Except, time. Well, the first one she I mean, and it's not that it wasn't yeah. great. I mean, like, that's awesome. I loved the, yeah. the battles and stuff through the Force Bond. But it is, I mean, if you look at it in the context of what we already had, it's very ridiculous. Yeah, and like... Besides the first one, you're right, Jared. That like every single time she immediately is on guard. But after that first one, she's on guard because like a lot has happened and she's kind of realizing her heritage. And yeah. there's, there's a lot of cool themes that go on with that that are only in this movie and haven't been built up from the beginning of the trilogy and would have been great to see from the beginning. But we don't because they didn't have a plan. <laughs> Well, and one thing that I think um, I love J.J. Abrams. I love Ryan Johnson. I love them both. Um, but it seemed a lot to me that JJ was like, quote unquote, using the stuff that Ryan set up, but then he would, he would say, okay, like, no, we're not going to do it Ryan's way. There's an answer for that, but I'm going to take that same idea and introduce it with a new character and a new idea in this one movie. So like, for example, um, like the idea of Finn being force sensitive, um, like, I, like Ray was the one who was like a nobody. She came from nobody and she was force sensitive and whatever. And then JJ was like, no, 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 she has a reason. She has to have a reason. She's a Palpatine, but we're going to take that same idea and apply that anybody can be force sensitive, but I'm going to do it with Finn, even though that wasn't set up in the last movies. So I don't yeah. know. Well, it just, it just seems like, contradictory. I think felt my, awkward. My thing with Finn, I don't mind him being a little force sensitive. My oh, I don't is, mind it either. Yeah, I don't mind it either. I what I mind about it. Of it was just like 
What I mind about it is that through other dialogue, it's implied that every stormtrooper in that battalion that defected is also force sensitive. Because he says the force got he like he's implying that the force guided him away from the first order and that a feeling drove him to not follow orders and leave just like that whole other battalion. So did they just abduct an entire troop of force sensitive babies and accidentally put them in the same unit? Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah. Or is or is yeah. the force like just overpowered? Like they aren't force sensitive necessarily, but the force is just overwhelmingly it's just a miracle. Them. It's maybe, a miracle. Well, maybe it's the way yeah. another way that the force has awakened. I'm I'm accepting yeah. to that, and I'm not like I'm not dissing that idea. It's just that yeah. like that's that's such it does a seem very specific. Yeah, it's like... such a weird broad concept <laughs> that I love, and I want to see. Yeah. like I want to see expanded, and I'm not going to. Yeah, this movie does right. a whole lot of like the force acting as a benevolent god. Yeah. Well, like like stuff like that, where like it was just a feeling, and like, and again, like if you inter- another issue with that was like with Finn being force sensitive. If you interpret Ray, I never told you. Ah. If you interpret that as him trying to confess his love for her, and everything else Finn says about the force is like, it's it's a very religious like it's it's through God he's aware it's of the feeling. fact it's an instinct it's, it's a feeling it's an instinct it's my faith that like he's like it's a feeling i'm believing in the force it's a feeling i'm believing in the force if he's force sensitive and then you couple that with the whole all of them said it was a feeling exactly either the force miracled all these stormtroopers and finn happens to be force sensitive or they or, are all force sensitive yeah it's right. very convoluted spencer you look like you're about to um, make, make a point i did because it didn't occur to me until mike said and this is maybe one of the ways that the force has awakened i remember watching like before uh, Last Jedi even came oh, out. We I watched about this, this video. So much. We did, and and I'm glad you remember. But I watched this video that was this YouTuber that was breaking down all of the Force Awakens episode seven with the perspective like that the Force was actually it wasn't Ray that the Force was awakening in. It was actually Finn because like they red herring us mm. from the beginning that like Finn was mm. holding the lightsaber and all the posters and all the trailers and stuff like that. But it was actually Ray who's the force sensitive. But then, like, he broke down this video and, like, the the sequence of scenes that, like, any time um, Snoke and Kylo are talking about, like, there's been a there's been an awakening in the force, blah blah blah. We must find such blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's like immediately after a scene where Finn does something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never it's it's like rarely ever right after Ray does something. So it's like part of me thinks, ooh, Abrams had this in mind all along. Because he started it and he there, ended there the trilogy. Are, there are things with Finn, with Finn okay. being force sensitive. He we, takes the back burner, like he plays second fiddle to Ray, but he's still like he's he's still a part of that idea. And it, can we talk about it? maybe maybe one thing that this movie got absolutely right? I think is that it finally got Finn to be a fully developed dude. Like he, I think he finally he was a person. He was a person. <laughs> he was like you know he was brave. He was true. He was sacrificing himself. It was like. Kind of like what yeah, we got. Yeah, he was kind of just chasing Ray the whole time. Yeah. I mean, like at least yeah. in the Last Jedi, he had a purpose. Like it was like That's he had a, had a mission. Well, I think <laughs> I think his purpose also was to like it was his him like following his desires also to like the fullest extent and like in him wanting to also help Ray. And I think he wanted to be with Ray. I think that was, but they they didn't really get they didn't do that much, did they? Did they? There was never a thing where 
No, Fenway never never told Ray like I love you like no, what but, we but all thought. JJ Abrams confirmed when he was sinking, he said he was trying to say I'm force sensitive, and oh. that's why he yeah, wanted John to Boyega get con- really. Yeah, yeah. John well then they needed to do it. They were oh, then that's why they were saying it's, that like yeah. Finn wanted to get Ray alone to talk about it because oh. it was like I feel this weird thing. This sounds like what you've described. Yeah, because like, pu- like I didn't you put words to this, it. please, for well, me. Yeah, they um, didn't. They they screwed yeah, that up. They did not Shit. make that clear. I no. mean, well, like, I like the idea of it, and it's very very subtle. But they needed to make that a little bit more explicit. See, that was my read of it from the jump. It, but and I'm like, Raylo biased. I, it so wasn't like, mine until the end when he feels her. You know, yes. quote unquote, die. Yes, it took my second viewing. Whenever he like feels that in the force, I'm like, oh shoot. That's what he was trying to say. Yeah. And I sound like such a hypocrite because I start off with this movie raises too many questions that it never answers. But then I'm about to say this. I love movies that still speak to you. Like they, they still do, do stuff yeah. second watch. I love movie like yeah. Inception. I feel like I figure out something different from that story every single time I watch it mm-hmm. because it's so dialogue heavy that like it takes a lot to unpack it. But yeah. anyway, back to Star Wars. No it's like I I love movies that you're still getting new stuff from it on your second and third watch, and that's why the second watch was both better and worse for me because it it like it made me notice all the questions. Like, hey, wait, that was never answered. Oh, okay, there we go. But then also like the Finn thing, it's kind of like you can sort of figure it out for yourself. If you watch it a couple times. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I definitely I like picked up on it more the second time, especially after, yeah. Um, and I, your your audio is cutting out a little bit um, in here, so I apologize if you've said it already. But when um, he and Poe are kind of like arguing and he's like, well, I'm not Leia. And he's like, well, that's for damn sure. Like that kind of confirmed that. it for me right. that like, oh, like Finn gets it because he can feel the force. Um, yeah. Damn. <laughs> That was more the fact that he was um, a dog shit leader. Hey, that's my boy. You're also right, but that's my boy. Yeah, well, yeah no, I love him, but Kylo he's ain't made a, a lot shit of as a dictator but, either, yeah. so it's okay. Yeah, but he was. I felt like that line of "You're not Leia" was that um, Finn Saul and Poe that you're not. Um, what's the word? Getting up to that mantle of leadership that you should be at. You want a general. So like I think it can be yes and but in that situation. Both. Yeah. So that's okay. That's interesting. Joel, what do you think? Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just say I was a little unprepared. Uh, for that question. Oh, okay. I was yeah. focusing he's, and then all of a sudden... He's like over here fiddling with the dials. I think he was dials. expecting me to be up and not him get asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like cartoonly hunched over fiddling with the dials on the soundboard. And Mike says, so Joel. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Uh, like uh, the random ape man that put Kylo's helmet back together. <laughs> I thought they'd be all humo- human and eccentric. I was like, what are they doing with an alien on board? Voiced and acted by Andy Serkis. The, the ape black that, that, that ape was Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But Jill? Uh, so uh, overall, I completely understand uh, where Spencer's coming from. I think we all very much agree with what he's saying. Um, yeah especially the biggest uh biggest thing being just there's so many unanswered uh questions and the more you watch it the more questions you have and the more you notice them but i just i loved it like through and through i was in it 
fully concentrated in in the movie and um there were moments where all three of us sitting uh beside one another jumped out of our seats cheering <laughs> uh for certain moments um but uh it's just uh, it's just a really fun watch and and it's so intense and it keeps you in yeah it's fast i i, I personally think it's just a little choppy here and there yeah, they're, the they're, yeah. yeah yeah the pacing could could have been a little bit better oh, especially that first 30 minutes it oh, moves so sure. quickly yeah. sure. but then again mm-hmm. i can understand where they're coming from because there's so much hype in it and you just want to get deep into the action really quickly and yeah, that's how they do it yeah. they jump right into a, in, into kylo ren you know hacking away and that was cool yeah yes. yeah <laughs> uh, more so overall i i just i i'm so happy with how they did it and yeah there are some things that all of us are like okay why did he have to die or why did this have to happen but in the end you know that's what sucks us in I understand mechanically why he died. Like in the mechanics of the force and the narrative, I understand why. I like my question is like, why, why on a on a on a pen to paper level, on a pen to paper level, why is this the why is this the conclusion that we've reached? I, I but I don't even me. think like it doesn't even matter who dies for me. Like I understand where you're coming from. I don't think that necessarily he had to die, but I like in in a very horrible way i like when they kill off people and do really radical things because then it hurts and makes me feel even stronger emotions towards that movie it must be the game of thrones fan in you that loves to see your favorite characters perish it's more final (laughs) it's it's more final that way well i know joel has never been a big fan of kylo ren um, so he's just like yeah fuck him no and like, <laughs> like the credits him. rolled and i'm just sitting there like tears streaming down my face just like just like i i looked like a beaten puppy after the first screening like oh, i was geez. just i was just hurt mm-hmm. that i was just i got the character i was waiting to see for 30 seconds and then he got brutally fucking murdered <laughs> and then i and then like the credits are rolling and joel like lays his like gloved luke skywalker hand on my knee <laughs> oh and just looks me in the Emotional. eyes and joel like looks me in the eyes and like the one like the greatest moments of like fandom and like fan debate validation in my life joel looked me in the eyes and goes i respect Ben Solo. (laughs) This moment of like gravity. And like I just kept looking at them and like thinking about all the Raylo bets I made in the back of my mind. I'm like, I like I proved everybody right. (laughs) But But at what cost? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like my family, like they cried over Ben Solo and I counted that as a per- personal victory. Yeah. Because... <laughs> yeah. And now that brings up another thing that I really, uh, I don't know how much I like it or I just like, I'm still kind of on the fence here, but how there were many moments throughout the movie that you were greeted with this cheering moment that everyone's hearts soared that it occurred. And then immediately after they it's ripped taken it out. out of the knees. Yeah. Or they do the reverse, where they, like, break your heart and then mend it in the same minute. Yeah, it's within, like, five seconds of like, one another. Like, Chewie's been fucking vaporized oh, by Ray. That that, that well, whole sequence... I, I was so shocked by that. I know. I was like, 
No, there's no. I literally just that kept whole, saying, "There's no way." That there's sequence no is my whole thesis. Thesis on why this movie's a mess. It, it, is that again, like Travis? that that whole sequence of like the ship exploding, and then cutting to the the first empire, first empire, first order ship showing he's still alive. That is way too quick. That like yeah. Let us grieve Agreed. for a because that or two. scene is so inconsequential as to when it happens. That could have. I mean, I didn't been... think it felt too quick, but I can see where you're coming from. The fact that the music of like the like when they say we found a like we have a high important prisoner, and like they show Chewie and the music swells is like and he's alive and I'm like it's been 35 seconds at most. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, that like, wasn't enough suspense. Be, beyond yeah, the fact that yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. clips of him in trailers, beyond this point, so we know he's alive. Right. You know, that's what I was gonna say. Is I never at any moment was like concerned for Chewie's safety because you and I b- collectively base so much of our theorized timeline of the movie around the shot where Chewie is on a Star Destroyer naked. Yeah. Uh, and, and by yeah. naked, he means. And by the way, his little sling. A lot of my over. predictions, <laughs> a lot of my ideas were like a quarter to a third right. Same, like so, we were like adjacent to being right. Yeah, I literally don't even. We were dying I literally right. totally forget what I predicted. Um, so, I need to go back and listen to the episode. Now I have to look up what Chewie looks like without hair. Do um, you need no. to do that? <laughs> that is <laughs> ew. Yeah, I felt like another thing. Was that with this? No, I have some issues with this film. Um, the one was just like this. Some of the tension or the stakes was just kind of undercut. Yeah. But at the same time, like I didn't mind it. I don't know. It's a weird dichotomy. Like the one thing that I felt would have been interesting to explore was C three PO without his memory. Oh, yeah, but we yeah. didn't get much of that either. It was brief. Yeah. It was it was, it was really more played for and jokes. Then when well, I think because we... restores it. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, that's adorable, and it's like it's it shows C it shows to C three PO that he was wrong that his memory banks that R 2s memory banks aren't unreliable, but yeah. at the same time, I'm thinking, then why why what, was what, why did the scene have to be built up so high? Yeah, you know? can I also... not even? I don't even know if it's yeah. That and just like that would be an interesting avenue to explore. I also so. want to just bring out I I don't know how what you guys think about this, but do you feel like C three PO was played a little too much in this uh, film? I, just I feel like there were too many scenes and too many comments by C three PO that were very forced. Well, this is his first adventure, like his first real one. He had like the droid factory sequence in episode two, which was but that was more, of, yeah, that was more of him being there by accident. I, but yeah, like in, I, like, well, I feel, I feel like we finally got a justifiable amount of screen time for three PO, and there was a but lot. He's of, so out of his element that some of the comedy that's created there like, is inherently I like comical. Like, I, I actually, I actually I, enjoyed pretty much all the comedy in this film me too it was very well paced it yeah. wasn't very forced. after a while no, yeah. i got I like i got annoyed and like angry like, I, I, actually, I thought he was like, getting bullied a little by poe yes well of course he was i like it because he I like you it. heard the shit han solo has said to him like what like golden like a okay, golden rod shut the professor up he literally pushes yeah. three off button yeah, shut the but professor like yeah. poe did it in a different way that i didn't like 
I'm sorry. Sans was I'm like such literally, I'm trying to do something, but like Poe just um, he like belittled him, I, and I didn't like it. I liked after a while because well, like that's the usual banter is like, can someone turn him off? But like, yeah. I like the the comments of like, you know, the odds better than anyone. Yeah, that that was that, yeah. Yeah. that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, Somebody please tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah. Like for once, yeah. we think, need um, that. Unironically, I did love the uh, they fly now. Oh, it was um, so it was joke. so well paced. <laughs> I that, think because of I think great. because of just Poe's deadpan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fly they fly. Let's get <laughs> out of here. They fly now. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's nothing we can do about yeah. it so, but try to kill them. Yeah, no, so. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that the comedy itself was too much. Oh, just, just that C three PO specifically. Like for example, the scene no, I where get he what was you're saying. he um yeah. uh I can't even remember. I had it now. I can't even remember what scene it was. It happens. Um, but. I don't know. Oh, the uh Oh no, I lost it again. He was vaguely like a Deus Ex Machina because me, of his translating ability. Me but, personally, know, I mean no, a Deus Ex Machina okay, happens out of nowhere. That's one of my a Deus Ex, wait one second, that, Connor. The no. Deus Ex Machina happens out of nowhere. Like three people like programmed for translation. Yeah, of they course shut him be able all, like, to translate. Yeah. Like a Deus Ex Machina would be like if he just went, Oh, I'm not allowed to but like decipher this language when, and then he said I'm taking one last look sir at my friends I love you this is what the fuck it says well, the fact that they have to like <laughs> lobotomize him for it to work but they undercut that by like turning it oh, right back on well, like, when the Deus Ex Machina yeah. are two giving him his memories back in my opinion. Uh, no, because it's a little bit more adjacent that. to that well, when in the movies have we ever really needed one to one translating at abilities all. all the time like when like, okay, well, the Ewoks. Like, do you speak bocce? The... <laughs> but, like, the stakes were never as high as when yeah, the, episode 9. It's never, it's never been a pivotal plot point. It's just, like, we want these characters to not all speak English because that's not totally realistic, especially for, like, the Ewoks. Also, but it's it's good for him being the counterpart of R2 helps because well, R2 he's... doesn't speak any sort R2 of understandably droid. dictatable yeah. language. Binary, he speaks yeah. droid. Yeah. So having 3PO around, even if it's like really painfully, what do you mean there, blah, 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 exactly word for word what R2 just said, so we know, you know? Yeah. And and yeah. I like the one-sided were, some telephone of them, call. The one, yeah, the, the, the one-sided one, telephone, telephone call. call. The one-sided telephone call. Here, let me let me cough into a handkerchief. <coughs> oh, it's blood. <laughs> Boom time. <laughs> I love the, the, um, the, you know, really make a fucking meal of it. <laughs> but anyway, like in response to Joel's, I think that 3PO's words, his lines were necessary because they they needed him really bad. So I, I think they needed to bring him out. I like remember the to, line. Okay. Which one? Okay. It, it was it was the the line when he was like, "You didn't call out my name, sir, but I'm all right." Oh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that was just so I, on I brand for him. So though. Good. Yeah. Like I know that, that nobody funny, actually cares. And I really about loved me. the uh, when they were during the speeder chase when he said when he says, "Good job, sir." And then it cuts yeah. to the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Terrible, like, terrible, terrible job, job sir. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use in that. I, um, that was very good. But I will say, I will, I will say, Jared, um, because you did talk about it. That was probably my one other big issue with the film was like three PO not being able to translate Sith just felt super contrived to me. And I definitely feel, I definitely think that was one of many plot points in this movie that had a lot more to it. Okay, but so, like, Anakin built C-3PO when he was a child, 
Did he know anything about the Sith when he was a child when he built C-3PO? No. Like, would he... I would assume that, like... <laughs> I would assume that, like, any of, like, the memory cards and chips he put in the yeah. C-3PO... Just, just, like, over the course of time. That's actually... Yeah. Wow. He also Why makes... Why am I a dumb? Why am I an idiot? He also makes the offhanded comment about, like... You know, I believe I mean, the law is that, that I'm like, not allowed to decide this. against my programming the because the Senate... Yeah. Which, like... The Sheev, I the actually kind of get... But or it could have been the new because, Republic. Because like, like no all, all memes aside, if he says it's it's because of the Galactic Senate, what he means is it's because Palpatine made it so. Like that is very clearly an effort to I couldn't block. tell if he was saying he, he was said the old the, Republic. He said he old said Republic. Old Republic. He said old. Oh, old, did he? Like old, old, old. Yes, yeah. I not mean, not the new. Re- you'd think old. that that's when you would need it the most oh, when there are thousands. Of maybe so it was happening around. If there was a battle, Bruce, they're probably like we don't want to hold on. That's the other issue is that Obi Wan refers to the Republic as the old. Republic as well, like like okay, in a so, new hope, he refers to like the Republic during the Clone War as, as the old Republic. Yeah. And so I would assume old as opposed to what like we refer galactic. to as the new. Yeah, not okay, the new. So he, when I think he, he's talking the old, because like, wait, the old circa actually, the Clone War. Yeah. Okay. Connor, did he actually say old Republic? Yeah, like he said, old Republic. I didn't catch yeah. it, but I'll take re- your word for it. I, I thought I heard it, but I was sure. The Senate. Yeah, I said this. It was passed by the Senate in the days of the Old Republic, and like that's when you could barely. Oh. But like the second viewing, I was like, "Wait, did he say?" Old? So I'm assuming it was maybe there was a conflict with the Sith, okay. and maybe that the Sith were like too many. Really? Okay. I'm assuming like too many Jedi okay. may have been like reading Sith shit, and no, were like, "Okay, actually, we're going to curb this." Really, and so we're um, not gonna allow or Palpatine's hiding it. Yeah, or that's Palpatine, what I was thinking. That. Yeah. Palpatine's covering it's an inside job. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Old Republic. That's artistically. I don't know. I think that actually helps. Helps, uh, helps me like rationalize with it. Not rationalize, like go with it. Come I to think. terms. Come to terms with it. Yeah, that's pretty much me with this most some of this film. Come to terms with it. So, okay. I just feel like there was a lot more there that was left on the cutting room floor. Hmm. Again, big issue. This Maybe film was- could have been three hours. I mean, we probably so. won't see an extended cut ever, but I mean, that'd be probably pretty... we I won't. Know. But I hope we see it. Hashtag release the Ryan Johnson cut. Yeah, I mean, release the Abrams cut. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps Cordova there once maybe said, some record-breaking numbers survive. of deleted scenes. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. fingers crossed. Like, yeah. yeah, completed. I mean, we'll see. Relatively All hope. deleted scenes. Hope will always survive in those who continue to fight. I think I'm just interested because it's had so much like mixed reviews from the audience if they would ever release like even if it's just on like bonus features if there would ever be like an extended cut or something like that I just am curious I'd eat Probably my shoe not. the the mouse has the power <laughs> yeah honestly yeah <laughs> I don't know I feel like that would like, alleviate a lot of problems I want to say because I feel like there was some weird editing especially towards the end Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, so. absolutely. So who the are part the of me that's, that watches? <laughs> <laughs> who are these? Schmucks? I mean, it's a good thing they have that tie-in comic, like that is being published as we speak. That, like, I can live with that. That's the kind of supplementary content that I'm willing to overlook the details that are dropped in the actual yeah. show. Because sometimes but, it just lends itself better than that extra material. <clears throat> anyway, there are like I realized that because coming like. I saw the reviews before I saw this movie that, like, it spits in the face of The Last Jedi. And I'm like, sure, I don't necessarily agree with that. To to the fullest extent of it spits in the face of. Yeah, I think... The Last um, Jedi asks a lot of interesting Star Wars questions. It spins its wheels a bit. And we end up at a point where, like, 
Ben Solo is the de facto leader of Space Nazis. <laughs> yeah. And to redeem Ben Solo, we have to have a greater fill-in for him to fight after he has been redeemed. Otherwise, the whole movie is just, Ben's a good guy now, roll credits. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, the the biggest thing for me is that, like, Snoke is dead, what do we do? Yeah. And you can see that kind of panic. And so he's like, okay, I got to put in a yeah, new Yeah, but apparently bag. there were just, like, a bunch of Snokes in a jar. Yeah, so, like, exactly. <laughs> Well, you heard of Dick in a Box? Uh, uh, Welcome to Snoke so in a Jar. I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah, we're going to. That felt a bit weird. So, but kind of interesting. I don't know. But like the Knights of Run weren't explored and they were in Yeah, they were, they were like, they were like freaking, um, they're like Jango. Uh, no. Imagine they're like, like six Grievous Boba Fett. Jango. Like, they were they pretty much the Praetorian Guards yeah, in episode are, nine. They are six Boba Fett's just walking around chilling. Uh, they yeah, they were the best though. They're so like, dramatic. I'm like, please, please get me my own crew of Knights of Ren because uh, they are dramatic as fuck, and I love them. Just, to, just, yeah. to, just to stomping around. around. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. But were they force yep. sensitive? I mean, or were, yes. were they like ex pupils of Luke? A, yeah, no, to a degree. They were not ex pupils of Luke. They existed before Kylo. Uh, um, that's were also they created by. Snoke we don't know. We, we don't and that's know. the thing: is this force bond? Who made this force bond? They did. Was it Snoke? They did. They did. Snoke took credit for it, but they did. Who's so there? it wasn't like Ben and Ren. Or ben and Ray. Ben and Ren. Yeah, but was ben it? And, yeah, Ben Ren. But did Snoke help out with it at all? Did he make I think it? Snoke like, did he realize there it? was a connection there and was like, maybe opened on it up. He strengthened. No, it. So, in the Visual Dictionary, it says that like them being the dyad, the moment he probed her mind, their force bond was born. Okay, I can. Oh well, yeah, I totally. That's the other thing. Like, interesting. I I remember because going back to the spits in the face of a bit. I remember the first trailer I saw where they rebuild Kylo's helmet, and I was like. I feel like that's Johnson's way of going, I had a vision! Yeah. And in reality, it was Abrams going, I really, really like the metaphor of him taking off his helmet to reveal himself to Ray way too much, and he needs it to, ha- to have that metaphor, so he's rebuilding the helmet. I felt like the helmet was going to be a, like a symbolic synthesis of, I want to embrace my Vaderness, but I also want to embrace... Like Me. this other part it's of myself. It's a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah, it's, it's the and thing I that's convincing. Think I got him. that, but then yeah. again, I'm not as much of a Kylo stan as you are. I don't Jared, know. I think so. it. Fe- I think it fell flat, though. I mean, I think yeah. I was looking for more symbolism with that as well as a big Kylo fan, and it, and just, it just was like, okay, cool. Flat. Like he's got yeah. this. New the helmet yeah. doesn't get destroyed again. It just goes <laughs> I feel away. Like, I feel yeah. like it was. It just it goes was away, though. That's my issue with it. Is like I could. Yeah, live like with there's the no dramatic back. reveal there. Is it like yeah. he takes it off again to like look her in the eyes to, to reveal himself to Ray? Yeah, which is the whole point. But then, like, you'd think he'd wear it back to Endor. You think he'd wear it back to Endor, or even like, there's no reason for it to be there. Because the yeah. whole point of him destroying well, like, him in The Last Jedi is that he's conflicted about what he wants to do now. Yeah, and I kind of – I was hoping that he wouldn't even bring it back. I didn't like that they brought the helmet well, back. I, I, I always well, interpreted I mean, his destruction of it as like a in the last I'm Jedi, not Vader, like I'm the, me, god damn it. Yeah. Yeah, like – Yeah, but he that, rejected exactly completely is, then. But his, his, his when, he, when he – Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was gonna say, um, when he takes the mask off in the Rise of Skywalker, it's not like that is a symbolic of like, okay, I'm st- I'm myself now. Like he still has his own agenda when he takes off the mask, so it just doesn't like. There's not really any yeah. weight to that. Yeah. In this movie, I don't know. It's just that de- like again, there was a lot of interesting stuff set up that felt that fell pretty flat. Thank you for that, yeah. Amber. 
<clears throat> and that's and yeah. That. Spencer and I are like nodding our heads at the tweet you sent me. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I don't know. Not like, to audibly burp. I you think not to audibly, you made a face. I thought you were going to say something. I didn't realize no, you were I was, fighting. I, was I just want to get everything I don't like out of the way before I talk about the stuff I absolutely well, love. I, I do want to go in specifically on a, on some things here. Um, okay. Um, I want to talk about Han. I want to talk about the Han scene because that left a lot. Oh my god! Hey, Han. God. That, um, that's not how that it's pronounced. That's that okay. emotionally compromised me. I I think that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. Honestly, he was so and, tender. And it's my it's my second. No, it's I can legitimately see why. So, me personally, I love was something I've loved about the interpretation of the Force in the Disney canon is its way of that it's almost sentient. That yeah, and the Force knows. Yeah. In the in the places in the galaxy where the force is stronger than normal, it's able to know what you need to see to make you grow or make you buckle as a human being. Like in Fallen Order, the Jaro Tapal visions yes. are haunting. All right, can we not talk? I'm sorry, I haven't played it yet. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. It's not. It's not that much of a. It's not okay. Play it. Play the game. Yeah. Yeah. Play oh, it. I am. I'm getting it for Christmas. It's so good. But, like, those visions there, like, the way that the visions are shown in, like, Rebels and Clone Wars, that, like, the Disney canon has taken the way that Vi- that Luke appearing to himself as Darth Vader in the cave on Dagobah, and the way that they take that and run with it as, like, this is something that happens to Force wielders anytime they're in a, like, place that is strong with the Force. I love the Force sentiently manifesting itself as Han to give Ben the opportunity to do it a second time and to do what he wishes he did. And I love, again, talking about how Kylo Ren, Ben Solo is the reverse of Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. And the way, again, like I brought this up before when we first saw the whole like tidal waves rushing over him that like Darth Vader was born in the fires of hell and that Ben Solo is reborn Whoa. in like a baptismal water. And that like it's like Ooh, washing dead. away Perfect. the sins of Kylo Ren. Where we're like you have Anakin being forged into a a human weapon in the fires of hell. I love that reversal there. Um, mm. I love the fact that seemingly I can't tell if it's Rey or the force through Han manifesting is healing Ben's scar. I and think it's literally Ray. fucking yeah. what? Ray. The okay. mark when she force heals him. Okay, yeah. the mark because again, there was one of those other like metaphorical things that the scar on Kylo Ren's face follows the arc of where Han touched his face as he fell to his death. Exactly. That, like that wound is physically healed. I never noticed that. Wait, That's so what did, you get for oh seeing God. this movie four fucking times. I'm like getting times. like Wait, chill. His wound was gone it's so good. The, <laughs> the scar is gone. Oh wow! By the time he's on Exegol, wow. no more scar. Yeah. Um, it's the just other thing, Adam Driver looking at the camera, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I, that I thought I understood the first time, but didn't the sec- until I saw it the second time, is the masterful "I love you, I know." Oh God, it's yeah. so good. Because yeah, he so stifles good. that dad. 
And I think everybody collectively oh. who I've spoken to goes, I thought he was trying to say, I'm sorry. But realize, because Han says, I know, that oh. he's trying to get I the know. words, Dad, I love you, out. It's so good. That was the part I that, like, I didn't actually cry in I'm the rest I'm starting to cry talking about did. it right it now. It was I so good. I did not, now I, I didn't realize he was gonna, he did, he was gonna say that, so. Yeah. Again, a third time. I'm gonna really lose. <laughs> um. So I love. And I also just love that with that scene when he pretty much says the same line. Yes. I know what yes. I have to do, but I don't yeah. know if I have to. It's a direct reflection and of the Force Awakens. Out, and I, I'm like, I love that his delivery of it is identical to his delivery in the in the Force Awakens. Yeah, it's like it almost it almost makes you wonder if he, as he was saying the lines the first time in Force Awakens, was like in real time trying to decide whether he was going to chuck the lightsaber or run him through. I think it's like, he was. Yeah. It, it's like, it, 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 the it's callback is that, is that one, it's... Oh, that's interesting. It was a little too similar, yeah. and I was like, yeah. wait a minute, are we going to get, oh, and like... Psh, is he going to oh. do it again? Yeah, <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Yeah, it's like, how was that, like, baby? You thought... It's like, is he going to light it again? <laughs> but no, uh, but, when he chucked it, oh, I was so happy. I, I okay, so Jared, you read the comic, yeah? I I, the... I didn't. I don't own a physical copy of the first issue, but I know everything. No, that but did you read it. it? Did you read the digital copy? Uh, yeah, I, I'm familiar with the events of it. I've not read it Rise directly, Kyle, but Rise I know Kyle everything Kyle that happens within it. Yes. Yeah. So, like in the in the prelog part, they talk about like the Ren, and he like references yes. to the lightsaber. Yeah. And so, like when he chucks it, I think there's probably more like symbolism to i mean like yes it's like he's like shedding kylo ren who he was himself but i wonder if that like also has more weight to it based on more information that we'll get yeah agreed um i i also want to address like the like the complaint people have had that like oh it should have been anakin in that scene i completely disagree as somebody yeah. who does yeah. oh, I, if i, totally I were to rewrite this movie who would put a separate anakin ben moment in there it, yeah. sh- it shouldn't mm-hmm. that, that in a shouldn't perfect have world where that needed to be his dad in a perfect world where Carrie Fisher is still with us it's Han and Leia I think I know I think so I don't but think so I think it's just Han in, in the world in we live I, in it's Han. I agree with Travis I don't think Carrie could have been in that scene I mean Leia I don't like I think if they were going for the one-to-one like the very I think Leia could have like we could have supposed to seen more of Leia distracting him like more yeah. than more than just like, that, just saying is there name. words? That, do we hear Carrie's voice when he gets distracted? I, she says she just, Ben. She, that's, that's what it, I thought. We might get more of that, of like just a full phrase or something, but like, or maybe she she would appear in that moment and take him off guard, like as a force, not as a force ghost, but I okay. This is gonna be like super weird and super deep and super meta, and I have. No. Deep is in it digs deep, not that it's necessarily metaphorically deep. Oh, okay. Um, Still. Do it's, it. I mean a little bit. And I have nothing to base this also off of aside from them vanishing and becoming one with the force at the same time. I think Leia was doing the not abusive, manipulative version of I'm every voice inside your head. And I that think. is why she finally fades away at the same time Ben does. Yeah. And I, I think – so I keep talking over you, Travis. I apologize. Don't worry. I'm used to it. I, uh, oh. 
I'll see myself out. I'm, I, I'm kidding. I love you. No, <laughs> I, I interpreted yeah, so leave that your as... Own house. Yeah. Leave your own house. I just interpreted that as she was not at peace until Ben was fully at peace. I think she was... I think she was what was giving him, like, the warm words that he's not had in a very long time that, like, gave him the confidence of, like, no, you can do this. You can be a fucking Jedi you're the chosen one's grandson. You're my kid. You're Han's kid. You're Luke's nephew. It's in your blood, motherfucker. Kick his ass. That like I don't think he had like the self worth and confidence to do that before. But, and I think that's why Leia fades out at the same time. Is that she's in his head, and that she is in a deep like. I think she's she catatonic. In, in I think world. she's catatonic I, because oh. she is just all here. Yeah. She's all that's, here. She's that's all how in I the mind. That as well. She's all in the mind, and she just like psychically linked herself to Ben. And it's in that that's moment of her hyping him up and like giving him that inner like because it's like Ben, and he turns, and I think that's why he's having that like like um, uh, existential crisis. Oh yeah, when Han appears to him, where he's just staring into the ocean, where they, there's just I think he just has more thoughts in his head bouncing around than he ever had before. I felt like for better what? or worse. And that's why they both go at the same time, because Leia no longer has an anchor. It's ironic that while like a lot of Ben's mm. worth is based on his lineage, it's like it's it's like the opposite for. I mean, it was for a while the opposite for Ray. Not necessarily it's like very his odd. worth that he felt. His family made him feel as though he had no worth. That like, and be it through Snoke and Palpatine or whatever, Han and Leia made him feel like he was a living weapon because of how afraid of his power they were. Luke made him feel as though he was not worthy of being saved or loved by standing over him with his lightsaber activated. It's not that his worth is based around his lineage. It's that on an objective level, his family made him feel unwanted and unloved. Mm. And it is their actions. I think it's a little bit more complex to that. I think it's a little, I love Ben Solo's story, like just his entire arc. But I think, I mean, it's so hard when you are like processing your own trauma. Like if you think of like Han and Leia, especially of trying to process that and then seeing that you have something that's going on in your son and you don't know how to be there for him and you're doing the best that you can, but it's never enough. And then you have Ben Solo who, you know, he just feels like he's being pushed away and that he doesn't want to be part of his family. It's a really complex relationship and it's one of my favorite in all of Star Wars. It's so good. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that going on, and I'm trying to rectify that. Um, I, I, I again, I really love that scene. I love the whole fight leading up to it. I think on a very short list of things that I, you know, I'm very much the type of person who looks at the Last Jedi and goes, "If you can't understand what this movie's trying to say, then you've never understood Star Wars to begin with." And on the very short list of things that I've always I wanted people to see so that they'd shut the fuck up about it is the whole like, oh, Ray beat Kylo Ren and she has no training bullshit. Yeah. And like seeing like <laughs> I legit I thought the same thing. And seeing like Ray at what is like like Ray in the Rise of Skywalker would chew Force Awakens Ray up and spit her out. Oh, 100 on, yeah. on like a combat um, level. And you have Kylo who's like Basically, not trying. I love watching yeah, him. Like, he's he more fucking flattens her on the Death Star. I love watching yeah. him walk through, like, the shot from the trailer of I Do. Yeah. He's, he's, they're not talking. But he, like, flips the lightsaber and he's like, 
all right, I guess I gotta do this. I guess I gotta put you down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then he's, he's like, still right, not trying. Yeah, well, it gives me the vibes of like uh, Luke and Vader on in Cloud City. Yeah, where like Vader let the fight go on as long as it did because he was testing Luke and he wanted to see him give in. Yeah, I and felt like with that. I, I one second, Connor. I felt like Kylo okay. had that same moment with Ray. Where he's like, I want to see how much of a fight you can put up, and I want to see if you'll tap into the dark side. No? All right, I have places to be. This fight's over now. And he just – he lets her spin her wheels and then just completely overwhelms her. And, like, I feel I feel vindicated in what I've said for a long time in if he wanted to kill her on Starkiller Base, despite being wounded, he could have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. During the fight on the – Kefbeer, right? That was the end or the other moon. Yeah, the, the right? moon that they're on. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody else think that like someone was gonna lose? I thought Kyla was gonna lose a hand during that fight at the I very end when she, when she did Ray the uh, the Star Killer yeah. Ahsoka Tano Wait, thing. That again? I thought for a while that uh, Ben was or that Kyla was gonna lose his hand whenever she oh. went like Ahsoka Tano okay. or uh, Star Killer. I, I was like, okay. oh shit! Like there's something like something changed in that fight when it got like slower all of a sudden and like the music yeah, went. I different. thought I thought Ray was gonna lose a hand. Oh, you thought Ray? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same. From the, like, because it goes from her kind of swinging at him to her just trying for dear life to to block every to hit. On. That yeah. like she would overextend her block and just. But to me, Bam. though, in that whole fight, she had. I thought she had control. I felt not she, she not had at control. the very end. At the very uh, yeah, end, at the very feel, end, she's um, overwhelmed and doesn't know what to do because she knows she can't win. At least, she knows she can't win without tapping directly into the dark side and she wants to avoid that at yeah. every and even then it can yeah, I was, still beat her yeah. yeah travis i was gonna say that that like during that entire fight um after the whole um discussion conversation that ray, ray had with kyle i almost said Raylo, and i'm like yeah screw it it's basically <laughs> it that ray had with kylo on the second death star in the throne room when they went down and they started fighting i felt that she was she got tired quote unquote tired per se because of the remorse she felt in being a palpatine and as you said the fact that yeah she, she is... wants to avoid not she wants to avoid tapping into the dark side like she's yeah. actively trying to avoid that yeah. and because she can't do that she gets over she gets quote unquote overpowered and tired in this fight um, I felt like that was probably one of the best parts of the film. I think just, I think just honestly, the Ray and Kylo rela- relationship in this film was one of the best parts, like yeah. legitimately. I wonder, if, I wonder if it was JJ's intention the whole time that Ray be a Palpatine. Not, e- what? not what? even a bit. You don't think? I don't even think wait, for a second. Wait for what? For Ray to be a Palpatine. I, I think that was, I don't think that no. I think yeah, that was I part of the battle no. of the I don't to think so. I don't. I, I. I think that there is just so much. Just oh, why is she so powerful? She's a Mary Sue. Yeah, that was they like, were okay. just trying to. And, yeah, but like, I agree. Same, but like at the same time, I've seen a lot of people show show me like even just really small snippets of oh, this is what this is what they could have been foreshadowing with yeah, her being and, a Palpatine. 
It's not that like, because she stabs that. super high with her shoulders. That yeah. shit she, again. She taps into the darkness really easily. Yeah, there's. Which I actually there's felt so does like, Luke and Hannikin. Did you She's guys? Wait, wait, anybody wait. can go bad. Wait, did you guys not see the the clip where she did like the nine hundred and twenty degree rage spin through the air? <laughs> Was I the only one who saw that? Yeah. <laughs> and did a Sith Raptor <laughs> call? Yeah. yeah. That's what. That's what my phone. That's the noise my phone makes when you text me. By the way, is <laughs> the screech you does? Yeah. Text I'd me right now. I know to be a did, but like i just felt like this was more there's there's ways you can connect it but it's it, at that point you're going like they they're yeah. in your snow theory sucks territory yeah they drew this yeah. conclusion based on already fuck <laughs> they drew this what? conclusion while writing this movie this was never the out in outer intention i don't think so well, was she gonna either. was under abrams was she ever gonna be anybody i don't know i don't know, know if don't they know. knew or not i think Probably. ryan johnson had the best call I think it is a Ryan Johnson's theme of it doesn't matter where you come from, you can be a hero. Isn't necessarily thrown out the window with this. It's no. just taken in a different direction. I think it's reinforced. To yeah, an but extent. not with Ray. It's it, it kind of felt. I mean, to me, it kind of felt like like you can be anybody. Like unless you're a girl. <laughs> in yeah, case, in, which, in which case we have to have the caveat of your dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's unfortunate. Like I've seen that a lot, and I, I feel. I don't definitely... think that it was intentional, no. but I think that is how it comes across to some people. Yeah, no, and I, I do get that. I think just going on Twitter, I felt a lot of empathy with a lot of Raylos that were just not a fan of Ray Palpatine, and me personally, I didn't know what to like when. Kylo revealed to her that she was. I was out. The, I remember the first thing I said was, "Oh, that's actually really interesting." But then, when the movie kept going on, I felt I was like, "Ah, the reveal kept, fell kind of flat." But then again, I I agree. I agree. I I wish he took off his helmet then said it. Mm. I don't know. To me, but, like when they when they said that Ray was a Palpatine, I was like, "This feels like the easy way out." Like. I saw somebody on Twitter say, like, in the prequels, it's like, there's always a bigger fish. And then in the sequels, it's like, there was precisely one bigger fish. <laughs> there's yeah. Palpatine oh, the whole time. Yeah, My um, issue with and, that. And it's fine. And it's fine. Like, I mean, yeah. Ray Palpatine is what it is. But that didn't feel like a grand reveal to me. Like, they pretty much have been Great. advertising that Palpatine was going to come back since the first teaser trailer dropped. Yeah. And so, like, to me, like it didn't feel like there was a huge reveal in this movie because I was expecting Ben Demption to happen. I was expecting Raylo to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the Han thing and the Hux thing were the two things that I took away as like a big like gasp moment. Um, but that, Hux, that was really was, it for like, me. Pretty, Hux, I was like, yeah, he's the mole. Um, I just felt like that was, that was another thing. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing that I felt like was going to be developed a lot more than was shown um, I think two, I think two, um, two things I was not huge on, I'll have to re I'll have to come to terms with them, is Poe, I felt like Poe's arc in this, in Rise of Skywalker, just didn't feel organically continued. It's because he didn't have one. Yeah, say LOL, what arc? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. I've learned to not be a well, trigger happy psychopath. Too because he doesn't. He doesn't I have to be responsible, but also I like being a trigger happy psychopath. 
But Lando he... kind of encouraged it. He was like, yeah, you got to do some crazy shit, but you'll have each other. You'll have everybody, so you got to do what yeah, you got to do. Yeah, do some crazy shit, not the, like... Because, like, like, he doesn't have an arc in, in... I didn't know this until you and I talked about it, Jared, that he was not supposed to survive uh, The Force yeah, Awakens. and Force Awakens. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. He was... When, like, when they crash on Jakku, yeah. that was where Poe was supposed to die. Oh. Um, and so, like, Poe doesn't have an arc in The Force Awakens, and that's fine. And he has... Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't really... I mean... Yeah. He has a great arc in The Last Jedi, I feel. Yeah. With some with some very poor lines, but he has a great True. arc. Um followed into this and movie. Then this was kind of like the progression it, was stopped dead in its tracks. It feels like it feels like he got to the point of like oh, to be like you just shooting our way out isn't always the answer. It ta- like and that's what I mean like to be a proper leader you have to be able to do what you know like what will be best even if it's not what you want to do. And then they didn't do anything with it. And then he yeah, did yeah, exactly was... what he wanted to do. Yeah, right. the option every time and was he... shoot your way out. It's not even that his like he didn't need to have an arc in this movie. I I would have you know test Just have him act like Last Jedi Poe the whole movie. And yeah, not yeah. This weird exactly. amalgamation of like what Poe wished he could do if Holdo wasn't in the room. And like Force Awakens, Poe. Like that's all it was. Was it was this weird amalgamation of like let's pretend Holdo wasn't there. Yeah, I I did not. I was really not a fan of the like. I gotta be honest. I don't know how to do this line because I'm like, but but you. That I was mean, the, that was the mean, only I, thing. I think that that was the only that thing to me that felt like good. it was. I like yeah, I liked Jedi. it, and and I also like that Poe promoted his friends to help him lead, realizing no, that he couldn't yeah. do it alone. I I would have liked um, it better if he had yeah, been I feel trying. Like that should have been a more central. Yeah, thing. yeah. If he had been trying um, to emulate Leia, and then at the end when he gets to the Leia's bedside, go, I don't know what's happened. Like I I can't seem to get this right, as opposed to I don't know what I'm doing. So. Your yeah. version, he's no, that's being a more Leia like the whole time. Point. Yeah, yeah, he's being more Leia like, and things are still going wrong, and he can't figure out why. And then he's like, "Oh, I've been trying to do this myself." That was the X factor you had. You had people around you. Okay, yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can get down with that. Um, but they also just felt that like the whole um, spice, like the spice runner thing, I felt was. Super awkward, undercooked, way undercooked, and it's and it's honestly it's a racial stereotype. It's like reinforcing, which I I yeah, the one Latino character in the movie is also a fucking (laughs) coke dealer. Like really? Oh well, like I like I I like that he has a that he has a past, and I appreciate that, and I actually liked learning about that. But could you do that in a way that's not racially stereotyping? But Anakin was a was supposedly a navigator on a spice freighter. Yeah, but like that was okay. Again, that was before the spice was just shorthand for crack well and we also have the fact that poe already has a canon backstory and that's yeah, another that's huge issue thing. i, I have with this movie that. like is it how feels is, like he was made in a fucking vacuum in? not even that yeah. connor so we have so like in the store in the stories he's like a son of war heroes so why yeah. the hell is yeah. he a spice he's runner become, yeah. it doesn't it's weird from shara bay and Sherebae. uh what was the other dude the special forces dude raised on yavin four not by a force tree like, or something. Sort of, like, like not Remember? even not even that. Like so, he, like after that, he goes directly into the New Republic Navy. Yeah, and then then meets he joins Leia the, and they, learns that like, oh, the First Order is a legitimate threat. I need to join this like private military, essentially. Yeah. So he has already has a backstory. I don't know where you fit in him becoming a drug dealer. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Fact, I, I just didn't get that. Yeah, There's when that? did that happen? That's yeah. a good point. So you have that. <laughs> you have little <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. this is before you joined the resistance. I was like, wait. He's like really productive. <laughs> yeah. Before so the resistance. You have that. You have in the visual what? dictionary for the last Jedi. It says that the door to Luke's hut is part of the nose of his fucking X-wing. Okay, that I also had a. Well, like we're talking about. I mean, like we're talking about things the, here that like those the spare are the, tire. There's the spare landing gear. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. no. Like, spare. like, like. Here's the cockpit. This part right in front of him. Okay. That part of the X-wing was his door. Like yeah, it's little and it doesn't break weird. the movie, but it shows you just how little JJ cared about the greater canon. That's why the story group fucking exists. That is why the new canon has been so fucking airtight. That like there has yeah. been shit like I'm sorry, the Wayfinder is a fucking holocron. It's shaped yeah. like a Sith holocron. I thought that's what he was finding in the. That's what I thought. I thought it was a damn holocron. Yeah, yeah. everyone could, thought they, that they, they were fact, Maybe they should have just said this is a holocron, which can help us find. Yeah, them. if they had said so, this Sith of... Wayfinder or this Sith holocron is a Wayfinder. I like, think the yeah. snafu that you get there is that in that if that is the case, then only four sensitive people can access it. The which, only people who which, use it in the movie are force then, sensitive. But then, I, they're yeah. not the only people who handle it. It doesn't matter. You you can be non force sensitive and hold the thing. It doesn't you, matter. But to use it, you need to be. But the only well, so, and who's looking for the holocrons that aren't force sensitive? Like, I mean, I feel like he would. Who's that? <laughs> that, that the dude who like stabbed. Uh, they just say that he's a Jedi hunter. Yeah, that that he's was that Jedi. that dude. Yeah. We needed to go more on him. Like yeah. that, he was. Yeah, I'll read that. He story looked like my freaking like a he looked like a freaking <laughs> mutilated cat or something. Yeah. He looked like a like a freaking <laughs> Who are those bastards? The Bim. No. Oh my god, no. This fake is, fan. Yeah. Fake fan. So well, many weird the... creatures. I love them. No, he, you know what he looked like? <laughs> the he, looked like... he looked like a weird bith or something. Like who the hell was that dude? He's he looked like like an aqualish without any butt mouth. He know? to me, he looked like a version of the silence from Doctor Who, yeah. but like coked out of its fucking mind. <laughs> I no, don't know what that yeah. is, but no, the I'll silence and the ood had a bastard baby, and that kid was a crackhead. No, the ood are the the Pisanans or whatever, but they're like yeah. curly tentacles. Those guys were fun, fun stuff. Those but were adorable. Okay, can, can, I want one so bad. Do you remember, you remember my as bit long with... as it doesn't go crazy and try to kill you. Remember my bit with like Death Star, uh, Star Killer Base Two and oh, Death yeah, Star yeah, Three. Yeah, yeah, that I was correct. I we were say, all, yeah, we all everything. were. That was yeah. Yeah, I forgot that that started with you. Because he and I've <laughs> yeah. made the joke so many yeah. times, yeah. I completely forgot that that started like, with you. Well, yeah. we we even said like, oh yeah, probably the Star Destroyers, and we'll just have Death Star lasers on them, whatever, or like a couple. We of them said we didn't fire. want them to be planet killers, just for them to be like, like this will fuck up a continent. Yeah. I thought that's what it was initially going to do because, like, when you see the shot, it yeah. the part of the planet breaks. Takes, like, oh, it's going to be a nuclear holocaust yeah, from so, just that one blast, like a, like a Jedi like, type. Basically, thing. the the shot but, in Rogue One. Like that's the, what I thought the, it was going to do. Single laser beam from Rogue and One, it, and it would like yeah. kill the it, planet over time. But like, no, it just ended over up time being whole... like thirty seconds longer than Alderaan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah, I thought it would be like a Jedi thing where like in the in the comics like Jedi Jedi will explode eventually. It's just going to take time, but I thought it was going to be like a Jedi type weapon. Like, and like the whole Emperor's but, Revenge thing, like that feels so much more It was like, like Operation like, Shadow Hand. Yeah, we're going to we're going to draw this yeah. out. We're going to make these planets suffer. Yeah. If you won't kneel, then you'll suffer. You'll bleed for, yeah, for I years. Yeah, I thought another another point with the uh 
with the I don't want to say final order because just final order sounds really I, I didn't so fucking stupid. Yeah, You're so I found that really stupid. Dumb. I found if if you switch other empire, then we if you switched go. final order and Sith Eternal, it would have worked a lot. Yeah, better call it me. the Sith Eternal. Like that's what it keep, that's what it's referred to in, in the visual dictionary. Is yeah. it like that's so what like, this group of fanatics is like we're the Sith Eternal, the Sith Eternal, the yeah. Sith Eternal. And also, I just yeah. it was a funny it was funny because me and my friend were talking about that and. My friend Anthony goes, well, there's the first order, and then there's the final order. What about the, all the other orders in between? And what I just say, only a Sith feels in absolutes. <laughs> um, what if that's no, the final with, attack uh, on the with, middle order? And, and also, <laughs> Sith Eternal, I felt like uh, when the one first order officer mentions we're going to have to harvest the galaxy's young, I felt not only was that a direct callback to... Um, the one operation that the First Harvester. Order used. Harvesters, what Palpatine was doing during the Empire. Yeah. But, like, the one operation, I think it was, out, like, Resurrection or whatever, that the First Order was using to, like, gather up young yeah. children yeah. to... Um, I felt like that, I feel like that could have been explored a, just a bit in the movie. So, what, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting threads and points yeah. in this movie that... I think just, I don't know. I feel like my big expectation with this film was that it was going to wrap up everything super nicely, like everything. And yeah. you because of that, I'm like, you wait, thought. we have an extended <laughs> universe. And, and who, who the that hell? That can tell all these stories in greater depth and also simultaneously expand the universe. So I think I just need to remember that, who like the- consciously. Who Which is weird because I remember that for every other film except this one. I don't know why. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell were My all... relationship with episode nine right now <laughs> is like really just really weird. I don't know. Try, yeah, again. Try. Who again. were all the So <laughs> Mike <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I No. Who, who there's the... a delay, so it's not anybody's who, fault. Who the hell were all those those the acolyte people? Like were those Sith? Were I'm That's gonna... what I was saying. I'm gonna pretend that they were all like the, psych- the super psychos of all the people. Like, I'm going to just say, maybe Palpatine during the Imperial days is like, we're going to send, like, from this fleet, we're going to send two Star Destroyers. Oh, I could have sworn I remembered who they were. Slowly so, gather a bunch. And from all those people, the kids they have, like, I'm going to create families on this Exegol. The galactic tax of Star Destroyers. Yeah, I was going to say, Palpatine's been skimming tax. from the top for years. <laughs> no, I think it's that's like, exactly that, what it that is. That a Star it. Destroyer here, yeah, a cruiser there. <laughs> I think, legitimately... I think legitimately, and again, I like, especially in, I mean, Palpatine has always, as a character, suffered from the same, like, um, as much as, as much as I love, I love this, I don't think it's an issue with Batman, because I kind of like it on Batman, with Palpatine, it gets a little bit more unbelievable, that there's like I the, love that picture. Yeah, me too. It's just so cool. That like with that like you know, you have like the because Batman syndrome. We're like, oh, Bruce Wayne pulls this ridiculous thing out of his ass. Why? Because he's Batman. Because he has a bottomless <laughs> pit of money and resources to throw at whatever issue he has. That like we have the same thing with Palpatine, where it's like, oh, how did Palpatine have an entire fucking fleet of like <laughs> Like of Star Destroyers, of, of Star modified, Destroyers, of modified Star Destroyers, modified 
Christmas. Because he had a contingency for Yeah, and then, exactly. Like it's it's just like that Batman thing. But then like, it's like it just it, all the stupid. Writing, I, know, I feel like underwrites the no, whole that's thing is stupid be a because story part of the contingency was Palpatine was never coming back. Well, we don't know that. Again, they, again, they never, they never talk, It was always okay. in the Wendig novels. It's like he's not coming. Like I know. Like if if I'm not going to be here, Galaxy's too weak without me. Like, okay, but again, how? What else do you tell but, people? And that's the thing. Is that like part of that was okay? All the cool Imperials are left. I got a secret club for you. And that like yeah, but not with me. I'm not in it. What? He's like, because I don't think he you. could trust them to know. How fucking crazy would it have been? Like talking about this made me think. What if Palpatine was a fake out? What if what if like Pride had been a Sith? The, like, <laughs> it's just been an insert Sith, and like I also really love wait, Pride. Fake fake to Pal fake to Palpatine broadcast to freak people out, and then when they get Ooh. to Exegol, Palpatine it's like he's just not real. Like he like he faked the whole broadcast, and he's actually a Sith the whole time. You mean oh, like people would have lost their fucking yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it would have been the Mandarin. Like Iron Man 3. Oh. I like Iron Man 3, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm an actor. What? Actor. That was funny. Actor, actor, actor. Bloody um, hell. They literally, like, it's just Ian McDiarmid and, like, a shit ton of makeup. Like, a Star Wars insert of Ian McDiarmid. He's just like, <laughs> oh, oh, they paid me to play the character. They said that I looked and sounded just like the old <laughs> Emperor. I quite thought the bastard was unsufferable, but here I am in all the makeup. Hey, the know? paycheck is fucking to die for. Yeah. <laughs> Gets cleaved in half. You would not believe the amount yeah, of griffin credits say, they're giving me. <laughs> yeah, the beginning of the movie with Palpatine legitimately scared the crap out of me. Oh, I loved it. So I... I've never been more scared in my life of Palpatine. Oh, yeah, that was frightening. Until I saw him, like, pretty much As clinging a onto life dead. I, I love when he was like, you know, like, like, who is she? And he just smiled. He's like, hey, hey, Also, hey. okay. So, I fucked. No, yeah, he, <laughs> no Palpatine just starts laughing. Like, like, two other questions I have. Holy Palpatine shit. just starts laughing like, <laughs> um, I don't understand my fucking plan. <laughs> one, oh, one... I felt I mean, one I talked about with a few other friends, and I'm pretty sure I have like a pretty decent grasp on it. Is um, Palpatine wanting Kylo to kill Rey, and then later in the movie, I never him wanted saying, to kill you. I never wanted you dead all along. That it's felt like, like, yeah, it's like you mean like fuck? you mean like you've been saying every opportunity throughout like, this whole movie. That, what? Yeah. Okay, I, I we need to we need to take a moment because we need to address something that, that Mike I, said that we all have been thinking about. We've all been thinking about this. <laughs> who fucked Palpatine? Who, yeah, who did it? Why? Let's not think about that. When? Okay, like, and how, how young old? was she? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who? Yes. What? When? Where? How? Why? If Rey is huh? younger Sly than Moore? Ben Solo she and is Anakin is younger than Palpatine, well, <laughs> so. <laughs> okay okay everybody everybody quiet everybody quiet so, so. everybody be quiet we gotta we gotta talking stick this one was it pre okay. or where is the so here's check. here's my definitely pre-death because his kid is old enough here's here's yeah. my well because it's his i am of the mindset that he like got down right before the empire started his kid had Ray, maybe like Ray is nineteen at the time of the Force Awakens. Yeah, she so, was born. So let that color whatever you're about to say. After the Empire died, yeah. at Jakku. After Jakku, 
Finn was wrong. Like, oh, Endor was the last one. Yeah, I, that line caught me off guard too. That, okay, that was when like the Empire had its back. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, like you can trace the fall of the Empire. If I was a history period. teacher, I'd give it him an F. I'd be like, no. no. Y'all are cutting Half out. credit. Half credit. No. No. Wow. Anyways, anyways, teacher. Continue. So like, if he had his kid, right? Because there's 20 years between three and four, right? 19. 19. Yeah. But yes. approximately. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, yeah yes. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So his kid's 19. The events of the episode, the original trilogy happens. His kid's like twenty five, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, and then it's thirty years between six and seven. Yeah, that's correct. Thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. Okay, Shit, I thought it was just. 30. So that puts him in his early forties. Yeah, he he looked. My dad. I mean, that my dad was forty one when I was born. It sounded so wet. I didn't like that. <laughs> what was that? It was like a bunch of spinal cords like dancing together or something. Oh, that is weird. not what that was. <laughs> is it paper? Because it sounds wet. It sounds like tentacles hitting a wood floor. <laughs> don't don't say <laughs> that. So, um, Why? <laughs> but so we like reasonably – There's some like Rathtar board gullet hentai happening right now. <laughs> Those words are – that those were not words I you should really, have ever said. I think my biggest thing right now is I really want to know how much JJ and Terrio went to the story group. Not Zero. at all. Not a bit. Zero. When we say story group, what do we mean? Like the people that. Uh, Reddit.com slash r slash what we wanted in Star Wars The Last Jedi. So I think the that's Lucas pretty much my story biggest group thing right is now. the unit of people who make sure, like, okay. Here's a story you can tell if you want to tell this story. This is all the information you need to have known that you cannot contradict. Okay. Like, the Lucasfilm story group is the reason why Forrest Whitaker's character in Rogue One is named Saw Gerrera. Really? Because okay. they went, we have this pre-existing character. Yeah. Who, okay, you want to cast Forrest Whitaker? Well, luckily enough for you, there is a anti-separatist radical who's already a black guy... Yeah, so we who can, like we can meets use the that. description? Use this guy; it it'll be a cool well. little tie-in, right? Shit like that. Yeah. Outside of that, and there's also the other like can of worms that like on an age level, it's not super like egregious because she'd be like in her seventies. Like, can we just address the fact that the Force Jedi voices confirms the fact that at the time of the sequel trilogy, Ahsoka Tano's dead? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Possibly. No, not possibly. Everybody's dead. I, I don't know. No, dead. no, I don't know. I don't know. I just. She's in the. Th she's in the the big force like conference call at the <laughs> end. Yeah. No, I know. I Every know, other I know. Anakin dead, Qui Gon dead, Obi Wan dead, Yoda Mace. dead, Mace dead, Ayla Sakura dead, Adigalia dead, Luminara Undoli dead. Ben Solo dead. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. He should have showed up. I refuse to believe it. Me. But anyway, who, who have you seen comedy? that video? What? Hold on. No. Hold on. Have you seen that video? No, what video? What video? There's this video going around on Twitter. Amber, if you can find it so I can show Mike, I'd love you. you Wait, favorite? which one? Which video? Where the fuck Buck is Ben? <laughs> there is somebody or like somebody was like filming. No, it okay. There. It but was... like with. A, I don't know. Wait, I just wait. feel like. Sh I don't know. She's dead. Everyone else in that thing is dead. She has to be dead. And she's in her 70s. It's eh. not a huge deal. But 
I hope we'll always survive in those who continue to fight. Well, not in this one because everyone else is dead. It would make no fucking sense. <laughs> but there was a screening <laughs> that like, people were watching where, like, it's the scene where, like, Luke and Leia show up at the fucking hovel. Yeah. And, like, everybody is, like, just fucking angry at the movie at this point. <laughs> and they're, like, they're burying the sabers. And the lady says, like, who are you? Yeah. And she goes, I'm Ray." And then everybody in the audience goes, don't say it. <laughs> Ray, who, yeah. Ray who? Yeah. Don't fucking say it. And then like you have her like look over at the force ghosts and Luke and Leia manifest. And right before Ray says Ray Skywalker, there is one person in the back of the auditorium <laughs> who really fucking loudly goes, where the fuck is Ben? Like really loudly. Well, that's a mood. That was, that was me, honestly. It's like, where the fuck was he? You could have used him, for God's sakes. And I also wanted, yeah, I wanted I to see Anakin. I felt like that was a good I wanted to see Anakin. But which line was Anakin's? Uh, Ring balance to the Force. He has two, but one of them. Ring more balance than two. to the Force is I did. Yeah. I actually which have the does, full... Which, 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 to me, which to me, honestly, that does not contradict the prophecy at all. It oh, doesn't. Uh, yeah, because he, like if you... It didn't say how long. If he just says he bring balance be, to the force, doesn't know how, maybe. Time, how long bring that's balance be. to the forces. I did. Not at okay, all. Okay, here's the full rundown of what everybody says. Obi Wan, these are your final steps, Ray. Yeah. Rise and take them. Yeah. Anakin, Ray, Ahsoka, Ray, Kanan, Ray, Anakin, bring bring back the balance, Ray, as I did. Luminara, oh. find the light, Ray. Kanan, you are not alone, Ray. Yoda. Alone, never have you been. Qui-Gon, every Jedi who ever lived, lives in you now. Anakin, the Force surrounds you, Rey. Ayla Sakura, let it guide you. Ahsoka, yes. as it guided Wait, us. Mace Windu, feel the Force flowing through you, Rey. Kanan, let it lift you. Adigalia, rise, Rey. Qui-Gon, we stand behind you, Rey. Uh, Alec Guinness's voice says Rey the same way he did in the Force Vision in Episode 7. Yeah. Yoda, uh, Yoda, rise in the Force. Kanan, in the heart of the Jedi, lies her strength. Obi-Wan, rise. Qui-Gon, rise. Luke, Ray, the Force will be with you always. Okay. Thanks. That, so that, that is the full rundown. And there's, there's so I many voices. Yeah, I could barely I tell that it was Christensen. I, was like, I knew it was. Like, when he says hi, I'm like, okay. That's cool. I really was. I think the issue with the way that scene is done yeah. is that you have... All of the male Jedi, so you have Obi-Wan... It sounded very similar except for Mace. Obi-Wan, Anakin, Qui-Gon, and Luke. Yeah. All And Yoda, technically. All the male Jedi voices. And Mace and Kanan and... Oh, uh, Mace and Kanan. Well, that's what I'm about yeah. to address is that, like, Mace, Kanan, and Qui-Gon all have those, like, really distinctive bassy voices that cut right through how much of a baritone Anakin and Obi-Wan are. That, like, Obi-Wan's accent, and because he speaks by himself the first time, is what sets him apart. Anakin's voice gets mulled over, over how bassy yeah. Mace's voice is. And the same thing with Qui-Gon being really bassy and having that accent. That he just, that those two voices steamroll all of the other ones. Like, I didn't even notice Ahsoka. Like, I could hear a female I voice. I didn't notice her as either. Like, I, I knew she, yeah, was, I didn't I notice knew it she had of, to be I noticed it, but not as much as um, until I saw it the second time. Like, I knew I heard a female Jedi voice, and I'm like, Ahsoka is almost certainly in there. But, like, because 
I all I'm hearing is Qui-Gon and Mace's lines. I can't make her out because all I hear is Sam Jackson and Liam Neeson with those iconic sounding voices. I couldn't. It was yeah. hard for me to tell which one was Qui-Gon. I really wanted to hear it, but he. It's like weird. Like Liam Neeson, I think he did an impeccable British, like English accent in, in Phantom Menace. But everything else that like I've seen him do in other movies, he's like devolving back into his Northern Irish accent. Like it's weird. He you ever notice that? He stopped caring. He's just like, like he's it. like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'll Irish. Be in, I'll be in your cowboy movie but if I, I can talk in an Irish accent. Yeah, have you noticed that though? Like his early stuff, he does everything under the sun except for. How he really talks. I'm bringing this to a screech. Doesn't hole. give a shit. Joel, I'm putting the link to the tweet, courtesy of Amber, in the Discord. If you can pull it up and play it through the soundboard so that everybody can hear it, just so everybody can appreciate <laughs> how fucking hysterical it is. Oh boy. Oh jeez. Oh god. <laughs> I'm not even like. I'll get into this. Everybody, this... hush for a second. Wait, could could you like turn the boy a little this way, the screen? Oh, it's just the end of the movie. You don't even see it. It's just the audio of oh, okay. the person screaming at the end. Okay. Stand by. There's been no one for so long. Who are you? Ray nobody. That's me. Right. Not you. Not you. Oh God! No! No! Please no! Please no! Where's Ben? Where the fuck is Ben? God, the cringe! Oh, I could like, I could feed on that. Oh my God! I could feed. I love that. I'm sated for Don't like a week. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. Where the fuck is Ben? <laughs> that was all the fandom menace condensed into one hateful force yeah, shit. pretty much. I don't, I don't know about you guys. I I like that. I like... Okay. I will say that I... Okay, so... Ooh. You mean like that she says I, I'm Ray Skywalker? Yeah, because it's just... It, I, I've said this a million okay, times so today to Jared that I, I, really do I like get the idea this. that it emphasizes that bloodline does not mean family. Mm. Yes, so why I did like she that. pick Skywalker? I oh. <laughs> I think because she feel because she's found a family with them, and I understand that that like it's not because she meet. It's not I the name that's important. That it's the family that she found with them, and that's what's important. And I I I understand that, and I respect that. However, you had such a great sentiment with what is established in the Last Jedi of Ray nobody. Of it just being Rey. Or the idea of like, I, f that she feels as though she is a Skywalker because that is the family that she fell in love with. In the same way, because of like the way that they're connected, I'm sure Finn and Poe, like in the same way that like everybody sitting at this table, as far as I'm concerned, might as well be a Bachman Stubbs. Rey might as well be a Skywalker. Because of how close to that family and how loved by that family she is. And in, in that way of like, it's like Luke and Leia kind of looking at her like, we are so proud of you. We are so proud of what you've done. You brave, amazing person. You, you amazing Jedi. You're a Jedi knight. You are amazing. We love you. That it is, I am a part of this family. And I can appreciate that and I like it. 
but it just keeps coming back to bloodlines and it keeps coming back to for Ray to be powerful, for Ray to be cool, for Ray to be a good character, quote unquote, whatever the fuck that means, she has to be descended from somebody. And I fucking hate that. And again, yeah, big same. I think that the way that yeah. she, and again, like, I you know, like, oh, you know, Jared's the fanatical Raylo, Jared's a Kylo Ren stand, blah, 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 blah. Like that, I mean, that's all fair and well and good. And I, you know, I'm biased with what I'm about to say. The fucking mirror that Ben and Ray have in The Last Jedi, where Ben hates that he is descended from this fucking lineage. He is tired mm-hmm. of being called the new Vader. That is why I love when he destroys the helmet, because he smashes it in that moment of rage and he looks at it and it starts to shape Vader's respirator and he goes even more berserk. I think him smashing it one time is going to be the end of it, because I think he smashes it and goes, fuck, oh, more Vader. Boom, 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 boom. Like he just, he hates it. He can't stand that he has to be painted into this corner of you are descended from Darth Vader. But I thought that's what he wanted for a while. Because he was, yeah, because that's all he he was told he was worth. Yeah, he wanted that until he realized he. He was told that's what he should want. Because again, Luke doesn't trust him. Luke thinks that he's not worth saving. Han and Leia think that he's a living weapon. If all I'm good for is being. Vader part two, then motherfucker, I'm Vader part two. Your your son is dead. He's gone. I will finish what you started. And that the inverse of that with Ray lusting for this connect, lusting for this familiar connection, die, like, like be willing to sacrifice whatever to have a last name to be somebody important is just so beautiful. And it shows that they're they, again, you have yin and yang. Like even yeah. like the Star Wars celebration after the Force Awakens had this fan art competition where they were showing off fan art. They picked art that depicted Rey and Kylo in that yin yang dynamic, and they picked it for a reason because they they complement each other so well as people. Mm. He hates his lineage. She is dying for a lineage. And the fact that they just throw that out the window into this like no, she's been with Palpatine the whole time. And we are just going to bend over backwards and from a certain point of view this shit and to know they were nobodies because they chose to be nobodies. It's fucking it's fucking ridiculous. I you know, like and again, you you open up what you were saying earlier, Joel, about like blood doesn't necessarily equal family. And, you know, it's all about the family you choose, not the family you necessarily given in life, which is beautiful. And I like that theme as well. But you already had a really deep theme about choosing your family. It also is like you don't inherit the, you know, you are not your father. You are not your parents kind of thing. You don't inherit being the the father. Yeah. Thank you. This. Yeah. Yeah. That you can grow beyond that. And we are what they grow beyond. Exactly. And I hate I also really, really dislike at its core that the the master and writer of the destruction of the Skywalker family. Their descendant is the last Skywalker now. That just feels kind of icky. And I hate to be the guy who gets held up. That kind of makes it beautiful, lines. though. That's kind of there is cool. a there is that a is certain awesome. beauty in it. There you is are, a certain beauty in it. But know. when you factor in the fact that Ray, for a minute there, was perfectly cool with killing the last Skywalker, and Wait. it wasn't until Leia she felt Leia's presence and went, "Oh my God, what have I done?" 
that she, yeah. Because he, he, but was he a Skywalker then, or was he just Kylo Ren? He's been moment, Ben Solo. Kylo, but Darth like, Vader's always been a Skywalker, regardless of whether or not he was actively in the Anakin Skywalker persona. Same thing with Kylo. Like whether whether or not he is going by the name Ben Solo, he is a Skywalker regardless. He has that mighty Skywalker blood. Yeah. And and all the baggage that comes with it. I just yeah. absolutely think and I'm going to get on my soapbox for a minute here about the ending. It's such a fucking mess. And I, I mean like and you can talk about like the space battle or the the air battle that goes on all you want. I'm not as concerned with that. I think Ben and Ray as a unit versus Palpatine. Like, okay, we've decided that Ray's you choose your family arc is going to be her choosing to act against her lineage. All right, let's go with that. Let's double down on this. Cool. She is fighting the evil grandfather that she wishes she didn't have. And Ben Solo is trying to claw his way back to the light side. His way back. At what at any cost. And by doing that, he is going toe-to-toe with the man that the grandfather he's been told your only worth is becoming him part two. You get to make all of the people who made you think that eat their words by doing what he did the first time, which is killing this cocksucker Mm. and saving the galaxy from his wrath. And the fact that they pass that up and on one hand – I, you know, it's cool that like you show the might of Palpatine that he instantaneously is able to overcome these two very powerful force wielders, break through any telekinetic barriers, break through any force shields, and just immediately, boom, force drain. But even that shows that Palpatine's endgame didn't make any sense because it keeps changing. Did you want Rey dead or did you want her to come to Exegol? Do you need Rey to kill you or do you just need to force drain them? To me, he was surprised when he forced Rey. Yeah, he, like, he, he was like, "Oh fuck!" He yeah. was totally content yeah. with. I'm no, going I think to just inhabit uh, Ray. This was the this was the thing I was going to get at. I think with Palpatine's shift with Ray, I think he wanted Kylo to kill her because he Palpatine himself, I think, saw Kylo as this worthy apprentice, as the heir apparent to Lord Vader. But then I I think he felt probably through the Force that that's not the case i can go to my granddaughter now she can probably be created as a sith because of my this familial connection with her it'll be much easier well i so that's just the way i saw it i definitely like once we get there i'm like there's some wishy-washy stuff but the force yeah. like, the force drain is definitely a moment of i thought my best option was to like die and inhabit your body and now I realize that I myself can just come back. And yeah. Like there, he has that moment of – that his very Palpatine moment of like, oh, bitch, now I can rev the engine again. Let's do this. Yeah. I, I, I like that. And I, no, I do like, like that. But, but it's like, in the context um, of – one second, Connor. I'm sorry. It's, that it's, it's in the context of like how many times has his plan changed? Exactly. And like his plan is or, never made clear. Well, and I'm not necessarily you, asking that he like look down the barrel of the camera and monologue what he wants to do. But by the same token, kill the girl, kill the girl, kill the girl. Did kill you the girl, watch the, the cosmonaut variety hours like re-review of all the, the current Star Wars? I movies? didn't get through the prequel one yet. That's like his big point about Palpatine in the prequels is that Palpatine is brought up as this guy who like always has the plan and always knows the future and always knows what's coming, even though his plan at any point does not make fucking sense. Like there's nothing about his plan 
that for, especially especially in the prequels like during the original trilogy section it's probably fine but like this is just a dictator yeah he's just a dictator and like his plan does shift in the end to like well luke kind of beat his father he's the stronger one i bet i could if i can get him even better but like at any point during the prequels palpatine's plan does not make sense in, in comparison to, like, any other point with his plan. Like, there's no cohesiveness. Well, I think his plan is, is just to, like, I want to take over the galaxy and kill all the Jedi. I thought that's his plan. That's, that's his end goal. But, like, his A to B to C doesn't match up. Like, when but he... how? When like, he, you mean in the prequels or in the sequels? In the prequels. Okay. In the prequels, specifically. Like, when he goes from A to B, he gets to B in, like, this really awkward way, and then when he gets to me, he doesn't know he's a I saw part of that section, and, like, the, the example he gives is, like, okay, here's Palpatine's plan in Attack of the Clones. Padme Amidala is yeah. too much of a flight risk because she is going... She has so much clout, and she's going to oppose the bill creating the clone army. So I'm going to send my apprentice, Count Dooku, to take care of her. And then yeah. Count Dooku... <laughs> Sends Jango Fett to take care of her. Jango Fett, a bounty hunter who is already tied to the clone army, which just makes things look really bad and messy which if makes, he's working for Count Dooku. Which makes you wonder, like, what would happen if Jango had survived in the arena when all the clones came? Or maybe what if the hell Count Dooku wasn't butt-fucked stupid enough to hire Jango. But okay, so Count Dooku goes, all right, I'm going to send Jango Fett to kill Padme Amidala. <laughs> and Jango Fett goes, okay, I'm going to send Zam Wassell to go kill Padme Amidala. And then Zam goes, okay, I'm going to say a f- send a fucking droid to go kill Padme Amidala. And then the droid goes, okay, I'm going to send fucking bugs to kill Padme Amidala. Yeah. And then the bugs go, okay, I'm going to lay eggs inside of Padme Amidala. <laughs> and then, like, it's just this, like, <laughs> the A point is shit. I have to kill Padme to get this bill passed. The B point is the bill got passed and Padme's still alive, and I don't know how I got from A to B, but now I'm at B and it's working. And the undercurrent the whole time is I need to turn Anakin Skywalker to the dark side. And what's the easiest way to turn Anakin Skywalker to the dark side? Put his wife's life in danger. But he can't become Padme's husband if plans A through B through C through D through whatever. Like, if the bugs bite Padme... Then she'll die. Then she dies. Yeah. Anakin goes, oh, man, the girl I had a crush on died. He doesn't marry her yet. Like, none of... Like, Palpatine's plan can fall apart at any moment. And you get a mini version of that in this movie where it's like, in order for you to inherit this vast empire, you must kill... He he doesn't say it in the scene, but... He does inferredly say, you must kill my granddaughter to inherit this empire. To then, like, Maybe later like, in the movie, go... I never wanted you dead. You have to now kill me. I so never I wanted end. you to... And that's my thing. It's Kylo... Again, the thing is, the we thing have is, the same these issue. These freaks are all liars. The bad guys, they're always liars. But, like, in that know? scene, so it can... would have made more sense to me for him to go, I wanted you dead. But seeing as you're here and Kylo Ren is not, clearly you're meant to do this. That something like that, and, and the it, fact that like again, Palpatine's plan can fall apart and fly, and the wheels can fly off at any given moment. Like Kylo, almost kills her. Which you <laughs> he mean that, could uh, have on the Death Star. Outright. He winds back, and then Leia shows up and he drops the lightsaber and like he comes to his senses and whatever. Yeah. Like again, the plan almost fell apart for a fifth time. <laughs> and it's not and Kylo says like you know I have plans for him it's not like Kylo's gonna go along with the whole but then it's weird how like why would Palpatine still trust Kylo even after he said I have plans for him even though like he's the one through Snoke that he like f- 
fostered the spores bond between Ray That's what I'm saying, is his plan makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. So, like, I mean, some amount of consistency and part there. Of, and part of that, too, is that Palpatine was never meant to be in this trilogy, but that's a discussion for later. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're over two hours in. Uh, noted. Thank you. I was just about to ask. So, um, there's all that. And about what I wanted to say about, like, the finale is that I'm not sure how you get there. But for me personally, like I said... Ray living with okay, I wanted my lineage so bad, now I have it. Oops. And Ben having that moment of they said for you made everybody around me tell me all I was good for was being Vader 2.0. If I remember correctly, Vader killed you. It's time for the reboot, asshole. <laughs> and for him to go for him and to have them yeah. tag team. No, Palpatine, I definitely um have them tag team Palpatine. And yeah. have the Jedi voices scene apply to both of them. Both of them. And you have Rey having that moment of her finally being anointed a Jedi by all of them. And you also have the moment of all of these Jedi voices running to Ben's side saying like, – like Ben the has same a similar way, experience too, yeah. That's ben exactly is, it. Yeah, ben is that's getting, exactly it. Ben is getting his yeah. Jedi knighthood back. Mm. And yeah. then you have that moment of Anakin going, I fucked up large, you fucked up large, I could fix we, it, you can fix we it. We needed to see how the hell he got out of that. Like, how long was he falling? He shouldn't have I'm been sorry. thrown down there in the how, first how place. How long was he fucking falling down the damn hole? I've been falling for 30 minutes! <laughs> like, it's that scene. Like, oh god, I am yeah. so sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm no ending this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Clip fix that. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get it, it's fine. But like, oh, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, where did Ben go? What happened? Like, it, it, it's just so messy and maybe, so weird and we so all, like, stupid. What, and like, why would they not? You know? Yeah, it, it, undercut, it undercuts both of their storylines. I think that ending does. Because, I mean, you have these two people that are so caught up in their lineage. Like, to have her select a lineage that, like kind of injured Ben Solo, like the core of who he was. I don't know. I felt that was a little bit off too. Exactly. Um, There's just so much craziness with that ending. And I'll I'll shut up in a minute here, Amber, so you can speak your piece on it as well. Um oh, no, you're like, fine. It's just the, the ending was like the one thing that I was like, I need to <laughs> I need to fucking riff on for a hot minute. The having again, Travis, you said before, yes, I think they should kill him together and bring him down together. And ha and again, like back to what Rose Tico said, that's how we win, not by destroying what we hate, but by saving what we love. And for Ben and Ray, Ben especially, to have a moment of, I am going to stop you and defeat you, not in the way that Kylo Ren would kill the Emperor, with like, ha ha ha, all the power is mine, but with but that sense of righteous way. justice of if you live if you live any longer and steal more time from nature to be here more people will die this woman who i love will die that's left of my family will die the jedi are gone you need to be stopped and to not have ben have some like necessary not necessarily have an emotional moment of catharsis from taking palpatine's life but have the catharsis of I am capable of the heroics that my uncle, father, mother, grandfather, grandmother, lover are capable of. I can be just as much of a selfless hero as them. I'm a Jedi like my, my family before me. Mm. Yes. That would have been so good. That would have been so much more satisfying. And again, to, to hear, this, yeah. and to hear get, no, Anakin and to hear Anakin whisper as Ben winds up to do it. 
finish what I started. And for him to well, actually like the whole hear time it. he's been trying to reach out to him the whole time he's Precisely. been trying to get in contact with Anakin. So it just it falls very flat. <laughs> exactly. And especially like again, look at the line in The Force Awakens. Show me again and I will finish what you started. So this has been Palpatine has been like Palpatine has been showing him this idealized version of Vader. Now let it be Anakin proper speaking to him. Yeah. Finish where I started and save everyone that you've ever loved. So I think it either needed to be, I will finish what you started or let the past die as the sentiment that closed out this movie. And neither of those were the case. And I think that's kind of where <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. So we're just not going to do either of those things. We're just going to do something else. Like with, at least for me, um, finish what you started. I felt was applied when he saved Ray because he did the one thing. Mm. Absolutely. That, it was implied. I agree with that. Like applied. I mean, not implied, like applied. applied. Oh yeah. 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 I agree um, with that. Yeah, so, yeah, like, he sure. saved his, but I get, his I get what you're saying, Amber. And I get what and Jared, like truly, um, I've actually like over these past few days, I've just felt a lot of empathy for a lot of Raylo's just on social media. And I truly do get it. I wish he didn't pass on into the force. Although I, I actually don't, I don't have a problem with him dying. I just have more of a problem with like, right, right. It, and it's not honestly, not from a perspective of being a Raylo, but just from the character of like Ben and Ray Just from a story perspective, so. I felt he should have been there on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. Because it de definitely seems like some time passed from the, from, being on the planet celebrating to then Ray I mean, go into town. Time enough for her to build a new lightsaber. Yeah. Least. Yeah, exactly. And time enough for Ben to learn how to become a Force ghost. I definitely get the sense yeah. that was in the movie, but for some reason it was cut out. Well, I don't so. necessarily need to see him learn how to become a Force ghost because I don't see Not Anakin even, Skywalker. No, 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 I'm either. saying that was it was cut out that he was gonna be there. I don't know why. I Maybe. just get that sense. Look, here's here's my thing, especially with Ben's death. I don't think he should have died. I think he and Ray should have survived together defeating the Sith once and for all. Yeah. And it's a very if-then thing for me personally. And you guys can tell me if I'm a hypocrite and wrong for this or whatever. But if Ben must die or if Ray must be saved by Ben, then he should not die because it just cheapens them finally being getting to be fucking happy after all is said and yeah. done. No, I agreed. Then if he must die, then he should become a force ghost because he faded into the force. Yeah, he no, did he the did. thing. Well, like, not everyone like, can do that. She like, should react not, to it's it. It's not just like, <laughs> You know, so it's just or just or just at least have some dialogue where he where she's just like the same sentiment of Luke, the same sentiment of Luke, when Luke passed in Last Jedi when she goes, Luke is gone, but it wasn't sadness or pain. It was more peace and purpose. Like I felt like if if that was in the film, that I I would have loved. Like She doesn't react hardly at all, which I think is so interesting to see. Like, was that originally how it was supposed to go? I think she um, doesn't react. Where that makes me. I really don't think so. <laughs> There's a lot. Because... I just feel like with Rey and Kylo, there's just a lot there's a very for me because i'm not huge into like editing but like there's very subtle but like i can kind of tell this wasn't how it was supposed to go mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's just very interesting. But um, I gotta say, sorry, Amber. But no, just, you're fine. Ben, so, like, dude, him, her taking the saber, and then pulling, putting it behind her back, and then Kylo getting it. Oh. I, the, it's so good. So, <laughs> the smile, like it's the, so the straight-on shot, and the smile. I I've never been a big Kylo or Ben fan. I haven't disliked I've never him. Been more of a bigger Ben Solo I just, fan than I fell in right love. at that moment. Like, I, I legitimately just fell in love. Uh, yeah, between... so And then when he does the shrug, I was like, the yeah. shrug. Oh, did you guys he, notice? Almost he screamed does... in the theater. You have too much of your father's heart in you, young. Just Solo. from you gesturing, Travis, and they can't yeah. see you, so they don't I know what you're about that. to comment on. But I know exactly I where you're going. If I see it again, did but, you guys um, notice? Tickets to tonight, so I might. Yeah, right? oh, I <laughs> did, did you guys notice but, um, when he runs into Exegol? He does the same behind the back shot that Han does in Force Awakens. Yes. Oh God. Oh, just like shot. I felt like he also does Han's shoulder shrug on Endor. Yeah. When he gets the lightsaber, he's just like, oh, honey, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like I I just remember this. I felt like another shot that would have been really cool to see in the film is when it was going into Kylo and it felt like it was going to go behind him on when he was standing on the Death Star wreckage before he saw, um, Han, his dad. I felt like it was gonna go behind him and then um, zoom out to then show like that sort of Byronic hero, Batman pose. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like that Byronic hero. No, not even Batman, but like the Byronic hero, like art art pose. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that but, like you know, standing with the cape so, flowing very. Um, but okay, this is. I will say that this is the one best thing I really loved in this film is Ray's journey. Um, so yeah, when it doesn't get completely shit on, like I'm, I, it's it feels almost vapid. Like again, like it's just this, like it's almost a la carte. Like okay, you want this character element? Okay, we'll throw this in. We'll throw this in. We'll throw this in. And by the end of it, it's just this big fucking nothing burger. Where, like, we have elements of, like, a Reddit-style, she has to be a Palpatine or a Kenobi or a Skywalker or a Windu or a Binks, and mixed with, oh, yeah, she's a nobody and she chooses her lineage. I don't think she, like, she has an arc insofar as she learns to choose her own family, but how we get there is Um, a fucking mess. No, I, I get that. Um, just for me at least, um... How to how to put ah uh, I'm just, no no like I have a lot of thoughts positive on just Ray's journey in Rise of Skywalker and just to me how it just connects with her in this whole trilogy but there was just like the reveal of her p- being a Palpatine to me fell flat but like the implications for me at least I for some reason really really loved I know a lot of people didn't. I totally understand why people didn't. I legitimately do. Yeah, because it's buttfuck stupid. <laughs> I'm was, sorry. I get, no, I get it. Makes I get no it. Sense. Just, there was something about it. The fact that, like, not only do you have to accept, not only have you accepted that your parents are nobody and can, and if you can get, but, I wrote it down. Let me, uh, geez, Louise. Um, the fact that in Last Jedi was 
she was accepting that she needed to create this path for herself. And then in Rise of Skywalker, this comes out and this just comes to her. And in addition to carving out a path for herself, she also needs to really come to terms with her actual lineage and determining if she can embrace it in a way to reject it and let that part of her past die to carve out this um, actual path for herself or if she embraces it in a way that she succumbs to the darkness. And just, I don't know, the f- the way that was handled, I I just loved legitimately. Oh, I just... I'm glad it, you like that element because I like, certainly Ray did not. is literally my favorite sequel trilogy character because of it. It's not even just the Palpatine thing. Like, it's more just the fact that she had to overcome this growing darkness in her. Yeah. And that it but really she can't... she overcome like, that without Palpatine. Like, I know. I, I, I she, she was it. going to no we matter were, what. She, we see no, her I overcome it in The Last I, Jedi. Now it's just Palpatine's involved because... Red, yeah, I do agree. Like, I just felt like... like uh, mm. I mean, it is a good reflection to... I mean, because you have pretty much the same thing that's going on with Ben Solo. So, yeah. like, that has gone on for the three movies and the build-up. So, to have that... I mean, it is a, it's a reflection. I have mixed feelings about the Ray Palpatine thing because, like, I if I were totally to do it, it, I would say, no, but it is what it is. And I think yeah. at some point you have to be like, this is what the movie is, so what does it like say? It. I don't agree and, with it, Right, but I absolutely. It. <laughs> absolutely. And so I think that, you know, one thing that I do really like that is that emphasis on the like you can rise above what your lineage says yeah and that's its that only saving grace in my opinion that yeah. arc is i think it's emphasized with that really um and i think the ben solo one is more nuanced um because yeah. you meet him at a place where he is the villain and um so it's kind of like oh you watch that happen very quickly in this and then i think you can like go back and be like oh so like again because they're a dyad in the forest you know it's a reflection of one another just like they have been the whole the whole series i think steel saunders puts it best and i think this is where jared's coming from that like the idea for overcoming your lineage is a great theme and story like plot line and if it had been there from the start like from force awakens yeah it would have been then it would have More been impactful. like yeah versus no, I agree. shoehorning at the end yeah i no no i leg, like legitimately i love it but like i do totally agree with everybody's like with everybody's criticism of this doesn't feel right but for some like i don't know just it just felt rushed i think yeah. for me no, i mean I, like it just and, yeah. and that's oh. it is what it is but yeah. like um, <laughs> i think that's just, where you can see that it wasn't planned out it's yeah like, i just oh so now this is a thing okay so that's a thing but i don't know why i just don't know why like ever since i think actually i started to love just ray's character a lot more in her in her introduction when she was saying be with me mm-hmm. and then she had that whole training sequence but then again, I get why, like, a lot of people were, you know, some people don't like the fact that they... Well, and that's that's not to say that we don't like Ray as a character. Yeah. Like, Ray no, is no, an I'm awesome saying, character. I love no, her no, I'm so not much, saying you guys. But... I'm not saying you guys. No, no, no. Like, I, that was like a collective weave. Not but like... <laughs> anything I'm saying. I feel like, like, I've I've seen a lot of people say, like, 
she doesn't need to be shown training. And I'm like, I get that. I personally no, didn't mind. I it. liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. I, I was like, oh, look at her. Like she's yeah. like getting down to yeah, business. It's, it's cool so, seeing like, the training feel... sequence. But it but when all you hear are the people who have not liked these movies complain it's about because of that. Is, felt, is complain, yeah. oh well, we never see your train, we never see your train, we never see your train. Okay, well here's her training. Oh, she's too powerful, she has to be connected to somebody. Okay, here, she's a palpatine. Oh, you guys love palpatine because he's fucking hilarious in one movie and he is so funny in one movie that the movie that's supposed to be a Greek tragedy becomes a fucking comedy. Sure. We'll bring him back. Oh, do it. He'll say, do it. The dark side of a force is a pathway to many abilities. Some consider to be unnatural. It's cool that he addresses that and says it directly. It's a fucking meme. Of course you want to hear it. I just, it feels so again, written and directed by Red. Well, and I, well, and I think that, I mean, that's where the fan service thing comes in, right? Is like you have JJ who's trying to wrap up nine films in this Star Wars saga. saga and it's like, I get it. It's really hard. And I think he was trying to please everybody. And by doing that, it just kind of, it fell flat in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I get, I've said a lot of negative. I want to say, I do quite enjoy this movie. Um, it's just, yeah. it's because in the we, execution. Because, like, because we love it, it's easier to nitpick the things we, not even nitpick, exactly. like, yeah. address the things we didn't like. But, yeah, um, if, if the worst thing I have to say about this whole movie is that I feel like we didn't know enough going into it, and that I want more content to come out of it, then that's pretty pretty good. Agreed, yeah. It's a small yeah, yeah, I, think, I, that same I think stance, so yeah. too, because, I don't know, I've just had a very uh, deep spiritual, like, journey with it and i've never and like it's so weird saying with a star wars film because i've pretty much had that with every every star wars film but just i don't know something about this but to go back to ray's journey just like the way it was handled i felt was super i don't know just to me it was the absolute best part of the film and the fact that she took on the skywalker name i felt I get why people didn't like it. I truly did. But for me, it felt less like... I've, mm, actually, more like the fact that she was a guardian of it, if mm. you know what I mean. Like, cause yeah, I felt like no, that's, a, her that's a valid point. Yellow, her having the yellow saber, someone pointed out, oh, that's like the Jedi Sentinels, that they're guardians. And I'm like... That's her place in the story. She finally, like, to me, her saying Ray Skywalker cements that she finds her place in this story. She finds this place in her story that she wants. Yeah. And I, I actually, um, I had never thought of that, but I really, yeah, I, know, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I, 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 that's a great point. I like yeah, her taking that, Ray Skywalker, um, but I, so I like my that dad is literally like lot. right in front of I right. saw the yellow saber and I cheered. For <laughs> yeah, joy. sorry, my dad's literally right in front of me, just with with uh, things like wrap it up. You have to eat dinner, so I'm so just we, like we, losing my concentration. Yeah. We, we're but, like um, at at our time like, limit here, her, so we got to wrap it up too. Yeah, so. but like with her taking on the name Ray Skywalker, to me it felt less like it felt like a combination of oh she need oh she has that um, connection to the family. But it's more so the fact that because of the importance of it, she needs to be a sort of guardian, which I really did love. And I'm really hoping that this will springboard into her creating a new Jedi Order, which is what I thought she was going to do in this film. 
and I was really disappointed that she didn't, but then I realized, oh, this arc actually really made me love her. So I just, I don't Those know. Those are good points. Those yeah. are really good points. Uh, I legit with... never thought I'd say I love Ray as a character. I liked her, but I never <laughs> loved her. And then this film was like, here you go. So that's, awesome. that's my one huge positive. Alrighty. Uh, okay. With that, we are going to get into uh, grading this very, very complex film to talk about. Uh, Travis. Yes. I'm back. You, you got to rate this bad boy. You got you to gotta give it a rating. I give it a Ben Solo out of ten. I'm yeah, kidding. no, um, I That's perfect coming. So, in my Ben Solo's a twenty. She's Ben Solo's a twenty. <laughs> I uh, he's a forty-five. Let's be honest. Yeah, dude's dude's freaking hot. Like, let's be real. I like I said, this movie sits for me about the way Rogue One did, where like it, it felt good going down, but now it's giving me a little indigestion to think about. <laughs> and not that I'm upset that I consumed it, but. Uh, it's, it's giving me some afterthoughts and I, even going in, I was like, it, it's messy from a production standpoint, it's messy. And even though it had an ending that I quite enjoyed, uh, I think my overall score would be 6.8, 7. Very specific. Yeah. A, a 6.87 six, or a 6.8. Or a seven. Or a seven. Oh, like, yeah, it's a 6.87. I like that. 6.87. 6.87. We're going to go 6.87 because like I, 6.5 is too low. Six is, six is definitely too low for me. I enjoyed it too much. But I think seven says that there aren't as many problems with it as there are. So I'm going to say 6.87 6. because I'm – because I can. Fuck you. All right. Jay? Um, I loved this movie and you heard my review of it earlier. I, I'm going to give it an, a solid (laughs) 7.9. Joel Basin back. You disagreed with me. This is, even though your opinion is valid. I'm giving it a solid 7.9. We have to fight now. (laughs) Because I just, I, I just really love it. It's not going to top my favorite movie uh within all of star wars but uh which is it, it really had a had a good running which is you're not gonna like me i don't revenge already, of the just, sith oh mine too dude revenge yeah. of the sith is a perfectly solid. fair yeah, option solid. i love that. second a new hope because you know why all, not these are but. all fair options they're all fair hot options. take i've never like i've never felt the magic of a new hope Really? That is such a conversation for another day. I know. <laughs> That's going to Maz Kanata you so also, hard. That's a story for a different day. Let's get Alex Damon on so I can tell him how much I don't like. That's a, I love the new A New Hope, but like. All right. Wrapping yeah. it back up. No. Spencer. I want to keep making jokes. Um, keep interesting. It. I'm probably going to give this uh, 7.25. Oh, because these all these weird ass decimals. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. I start trends. What can I say? Um, <laughs> I I did really enjoy it. I mean, it was it was it was good to sit through it two times in a row um, to yeah. process all the thoughts. Like, I agree. With, in real time, um, I do have a lot of small gripes about this movie. I don't have very many big gripes. It's just like, why did you choose to do this tiny little thing this way? I don't like it. Yeah. Um, you know, overall. I think it's a good conclusion to the saga. It is a cinematographic mess at times. 
And so that brought the store or the score down a good bit for me. Cinematographic is well, my I new have favorite to like, thing. I have to like put my fingers to my temples and concentrate as I say the word cinematographic because it's is that like, even a word? No. <laughs> okay. I use it all the time. Oh. All the time. It's a Spencer word. Ah, yes. It's a Spencerism. It's anyway. It's right up there with like if you say something he doesn't like and he goes my eye. Yes. It's like that. Yes. Um. So yeah, seven point two five. All right, uh, Connor. Thoughts on the Rise of Skywalker? Um. Yeah, uh, this morning actually, I gave it an eight. Like after just thinking about it, but like now, I'd say it's about seven point seven. I don't know. Fuck but off. Again, <laughs> extended cut needs to happen. Let me give you my answer. Cut. Let me give you my answer as a Taylor series. No one got that joke. No, I'm upset. Say that again. I, you're all history and theater people, and I do math. <laughs> Taylor, yeah, a Taylor series. I don't know. The way they calculate digits of pi. Anyway, oh. yeah. <laughs> now yeah, that I understand, that, let me terrible. stop you right it there. It wasn't amazing. It was good. It's all I got. All right. So, it was a good conclusion to the saga, but also a very like an implication of continuation. Of story for some of the characters. Good point. Amber? So. Um, the scale's out of 10. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I think I'm just going to give it a solid seven. I, I really do like the movie. Um, I, it has a lot of things that I question about it, but it's still super fun. It's very weird. It's Star Wars. Um, ben Solo gets redeemed. So it's a seven for me. So what you meant to say was a 7.0. Everybody, yeah. go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Mike Dolan. So, I've been thinking about it. Like, originally I was going to say an 8, but being things as they are, I'm going to give it an 8.311 uh, in honor of George Lucas. <laughs> In honor of George Lucas' <laughs> like first feature film, right, THX1138, and I'm about to die. Oh, no, I'm not. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Mike's uh, is the only acceptable one because it's a 1138 <laughs> joke. All of the rest of you are assholes. <laughs> I just like there were things, certain things at the very, very end. I love the whole battle, the whole like, you know, things that were going on. Just certain things at the end, like Kylo falling into the pit and Kylo like uh, dying and Kylo not being a ghost that made me mad. And also the way they executed Palpatine. Where the fuck is Ben? Yeah. <laughs> the way they executed Palpatine's coming back was a bit, oh, sorry. That's took me a lie. No, uh, it's fine. You're fine. Oh, okay. Well, the, some in parts of the beginning. That were a little too much left unsaid. And the, also the Knights of Ren not just being kind of like... Being, being Boba Fett. Being five Boba Fetts yeah. or six Boba Fetts. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, just that speaks that I, I know, don't remember how I many of the them there that they were. were killed yeah. by bad. That was just... That was pathetic. I'm sorry. They didn't do it. They just... They walked around looking like thugs on uh, Kijimi and it was just like... Yeah, but they were yeah. so good at it though. They yeah. were... Like, looking dramatic as fuck. And, and when they were on Pisana <laughs> and like all the camera angles and it was like... Ugh. Oh, when they were on Pisana on like that little Bollywood plateau... Bollywood type shit, yeah. On that little plateau, even more in the movie than it did in the trailer that everybody memed, they looked like a fucking <laughs> boy band. Yeah. They totally like, do. I think, Amber, they you so were the do. one who shared that tweet that Nights I saw the first time. Back. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that one. It's like that they put like they took the footage of them like 
walking through the Star Destroyer and put it to Backstreet's <laughs> back, and like it syncs up way too well. Yeah, and it's, it's just so like I love that. It's Kylo walking with his shoulders. That made me happy though, seeing him walk around with his gang in the hall. That one scene, but like they didn't show. Everybody. They were, <laughs> they were like they were like twelve phasmas or bo- yeah. boba phas. Jared, Jared. See, someone's gonna pitch it to me. I sound like a dick if I say it myself. Um, Bachman Stubbs. Yes. So I almost just crashed head first into the fucking rig. <laughs> <laughs> Six feet on the floor at all times, please, Travis. Uh, so, like I said, this movie is a big mixed bag for me. I do like it quite a lot. I've seen it four times, and I can't stop seeing this fucking movie. And every time I see it, every feeling I feel about it just gets increased. The elements I love, I love. The elements I hate, I get angrier and angrier at. Um... Just remember, everybody, you know, heated and passionate debate is always a good thing. Uh, don't be dicks about it to each other on the internet. And the only thing you're allowed to harass the studio about is the fact that Kelly Marie Tran was stolen of a role that she deserved and was shoved Agreed. through the background. Absolutely. And to do that is to be complicit in very, very ugly racism. And J.J. Abrams, Chris Terrio, Kathleen Kennedy, Bob Iger, shame on you. Um, Fuck off, train! Moving on. I cannot put into words how happy it makes me to see Ben. It's the Disney assassin! Yeah, yeah, the mouse-shaped fucking laser uh, laser sights are on all of us now. Uh, I cannot put into words how happy Ben Solo as a character makes me. Um, Seeing him become the character that, like, I would have written him as to basically be Han with a fucking lightsaber. I loved it. Just every little nuance with him. Adam Driver absolutely uh, slams it out of the park. There's not a bad performance in the bunch with this movie um what's your score please finally <laughs> it's a solid he's trying to find it to a liquid or a gas <laughs> or a plasma it's a yeah i say it's a plasmatic six point nine Oh. Wait, all together now. Three, nice. two, one. Nice. Because <laughs> it mirrors itself. It, and, it's a solid 4.20. Yeah. Joel, the average, please. <laughs> and our average to a ridiculous number of decimal points it is 7.390. <laughs> Five, four, three. <laughs> That's no breaking your mind. All right, all right. Respectable. We have to do this for every Star Wars movie now, so we numerically yep. know exactly where every movie falls. Um, I have so many feelings about this movie, and in 2020, the goal is for me to have my own solo YouTube channel, so I can like do like full-on video essays and talk very in-depthly about what exactly I think should have been done with the ending and stuff like that. Uh, with that, we're going to bring this uh, behemoth of an episode to a close. Amber, where can the lovely people find you? On the internet, you yeah. can find me <laughs> um, on Twitter. My handle is Amber underscore Amberson. And on Instagram, my handle is a study in Amber. Um, you can also check out my geeky playlist that I'm making for the Sertorial Geek blog. So check those out. I did do a Raylo one um, last month before this movie came out. Um, thank you. 
Uh, it actually is probably one of my favorite playlists that I made, like not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty great at making playlists. So if you're into that, um, I have a, an emo Christmas playlist up right now. Which uh, I have which not stopped listening so. to. <laughs> You've dictated <laughs> my music for the past month and a half. I hope you're aware of this. Really? Like, I got Aww. I got hooked on the really funky you guys, you two. Not exactly in your style. You guys, Joel and Spencer, love, would love, 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 love her Thanksgiving playlist. It is, it is the music we listen to in the car <laughs> all the time. There's some oh doobie, God, there's like some so doobie brothers in there. There's some Eric Caldwell. It's great shit. Uh, <laughs> and the emo Christmas. Uh, I was actually listening to your Kylo Ren workout playlist last night while I was playing Fallen Order because I couldn't sleep. And yes, I was let's uh, go. <laughs> Cal fucking Kestis, baby. No, Connor Downboy. <laughs> uh, but yes, please do yourselves a favor. Check out Amber's playlist. They are remarkable. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Mike Doling. (laughs) Darth Id has a Twitter now. (gasps) And I'm afraid. God, Darth Id 415 and my, what you, the, the handle is your bio thing, right? What is, what is the handle? What is (laughs) your at? at It's your at. Yeah. That's D underscore Id 415. Right? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just, just so everybody's aware of it. It is Darth Id. 415 the at is at d underscore id 415 the bio reads i'm obsessed with star wars history and religion ride the The dragon dragon. (laughs) deep cut for you guys that's my fucking boy one day i love you so much michael that's that's the merch we have to have made a shirt to say ride the dragon (laughs) i'll get that tattooed on me somewhere Travis, where can the living people find you? <laughs> <laughs> and they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Travis Political. Short where I don't I like actually it. talk about politics, despite that being the outset of me starting a Twitter. But yeah. <laughs> I didn't make a political tweet in the last month. boy, Joseph. You can find me at Bass and Bacon Cosplay. And and my photography page, which is Jay Basinback Photography. He's real good at making pictures. It's, it's but real, not real good at following you back. Oh, I'm your best friend, man. Come on, <laughs> Spencer. Where can the lovely people find you? You can find me on Instagram, but not Twitter. Much to Jared's chagrin, at Spence Man Cosplays. We'll break him. Uh, no, yeah, no, you won't. I am adamant. <laughs> uh, Connor, you're his. Have we done Connor? Have we done you yet? No, you have not. Uh, well, <laughs> where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Depa Banana JFO. It would be just Depa Banana, but Instagram was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> um, on tw- you can find me on Twitter at Depa Banana. Um, and you can find me on Facebook, admin and. The Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics, Tal Swift for short, a Facebook group where our entire mission is to just positively and con- respectfully and constructively discuss Star Wars. If if it sounds like an Irish political party, then it's probably Tal Swift. Or it's, yeah. <laughs> Tal Swift. Is that Sinn Fein? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, uh, uh, Stubby. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at darkjedi2552 and be sure to follow the back discussion on all the other social media stuff. Uh, we are going to pause the show real quick uh, on our end and you guys are going to hear from the much talked about 
uh my little sister kira and her thoughts on the rise of skywalker that'll be a little brief bit here um pretty simple you ready yeah kira what did you think of the rise of skywalker i think that um you know that part when ray shooted lightning that freaked me out a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah you got kind of you thought you thought chewie died didn't you yes yeah it looked a lot like the ship that he was on, but he wasn't. But you killed a bunch of bad guys, so the, I guess that's good, too. Two birds, one stone. Uh, the, you, you got really upset because you thought Chewie died. Yes, I did. You had, a, you, had a, you had a very emotional experience watching The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you're just like me. We both cried a lot. Who, what was your favorite part? My favorite part... Is when um, trying to think of it, when Ray uh just automatically shooting lightning. <laughs> yeah, you. I thought that part really upset you. You, you like, like really Ray when it is shooting at the ship, but yeah. when it just shooted and it wasn't going to anything, then I liked it. Yeah, like I liked. You just like seeing Ray use force lightning. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I, I just liked that. Ray and Kylo Ren were just fighting with the Force. Yeah? That was pretty cool. That was really cool. What? So you you were you were like me with this movie. There were a lot of parts that made you really happy. There were parts that made you really sad. Um They were really funny. There were some really funny parts. What what was the what was your like what part like made you the most excited? You were like, ah and Ray shooting force lightning doesn't count. Um <laughs> When Ray and Kylo cast. Yeah? Yeah. A little Raylo in training over here. Spencer's shaking his head disapprovingly. Uh, who's your favorite Star Wars character? Ray and Kylo Ren. Yeah? Yeah? So you had a good time. So you, so did you like the movie? Was it? Did it make you happy? Both. Yeah, you like them both. You like you like. Did you like how the movie ended? Yeah, it made me sappy, yeah. sad and happy. Yeah, sad and happy. That's I'm here for it. Trademark. Put that on a shirt. Uh I'm trying to think. What else? So what? Okay, what part made you the most sad? Um, Kylo Ren died. Yeah, me too. You should have seen us. We were both like, she started crying. And I was already like, she was like, like moderately loud crying, not like, ah, and she was like, ah, ah, and I, had, I was like, had tears streaming down my face. So like, it was not very convincing when I turned to look at Kira and go, it's okay. <laughs> it was not, it did not work at all. Yeah. Yes. Kira, I'm talking about it. Cause I cried too. I've seen it four times and I'm still crying when Ben dies. I'm sure it was so. three. It was three when I saw it with you. I saw it a fourth time with Levi. He's not here. Oh. <laughs> hey, I have a friend named Levi. You do have a friend named Levi. So, do you want to see the next Star Wars movie whenever it comes out in like four years? Yes. What do you want it to be about? I want it to be about um how Ray. And her family stuff. Yeah? And, like, 
Like how she's related to Palpatine. Yeah, how she's related to Palpatine, and why they in like why they had to make his eyeball gray in the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a very specific complaint. But it was really cool, though. Yeah, it was. Hey, Kira. What? Thank you for coming on the podcast. Do you have anything else you want to say about the Rise of Skywalker? Yes. What? May the force be with you people at home. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. This is the best part of the show. We can just upload this. That's we don't even need the whole show. I'm going to text Amber and uh, Connor and be like, we're just uploading like this five minutes of Kira. It's a wrap right there. Right there, yeah. With that, we are honored that you guys have joined us. This has been an amazing ride getting to go through the whole Skywalker saga with everybody. And uh, I can't wait for more Star Wars in the future with everybody. May the Force be with you always.